What it do, DMV? It is episode 29 of Chirpin' DMV. We have got a loaded episode for you today. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about. An awesome interview with Casey Thrush. That's about a half hour long. Um, very cool stuff. Um, so let's kick it right over. Uh, AB, what's happening? Uh, not much, man. Can't wait for the Thanksgiving break to come up right here. You know, Thursday, Friday off. Thursday, That's- Friday off. Yeah, give the people a nice long episode. Um, maybe play it at the, fi- the, the, the dinner table with some family time. Let them listen to the Chirping Squad. Maybe, maybe not. Um, no Kyle yet. He should be here, I, I guess, shortly. Um, guy had a hard day at work, you know. Can't knock him for that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's a late day. That's a late day. So how was your how was your how was your weekend? Uh, it was actually it was pretty good. My buddy John Waldman, big Islanders fan, shout out. He uh, came down from New York this weekend, so we all went and chilled. Uh, I went up to Baltimore, chill with him. He stayed over at um, a couple of our buddies' places. Um, and speaking of, and yeah, he he invited us up to an Islanders game, Caps Islanders game, January eighteenth at the Coliseum too. At the Coliseum, way better than that fucking Barclays arena or whatever it's called dumb so we'll go up we'll tailgate yeah we'll tailgate that game probably get an interview with him he's a big islanders fan so he's a big video guy too so we're gonna have a sweet video some video content coming um from that game yep he's no slouch he knows what he's talking about so he's he'll he'll be be fun he'll be a fun interview with uh with an fun interview fun weekend um we got a scoreboard roundup to get into but before we do so we'll bring up the spit and chicklets pond hockey tournament that was announced today um, kind of got the gears rolling a bit in the brain. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the chirping jerseys are sick. We put a little eight-man squad together, go up to New Hampshire in February. Yeah, and let's 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 figure out the price first. Let's figure out the price first. Cause I mean, knowing then you, it could be like a multi-thousand, <laughs> a couple thousand dollars just to get into the damn tournament. You guys want to, you know, cash app us, Venmo us. I'm uh, money sign a brunch from eleven. Yeah, well, uh, ex- <laughs> accept, accepting sponsors, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll we'll check it out. We'll see what the price is, and then it's they said it's four on four, eight man teams. Um, we'll see if we can get eight of us together, put the chirping jerseys on, and rolling up to New yeah, Hampshire. Get a couple dubs, you know. Get a couple dubs, dummy some pink Whitney's, and have a weekend. Oh yeah. Um, so with that being said, scoreboard roundup. Let's get into it. As the Cavs play the Ducks, quack, 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 Woo. quack, quack. Goran Bombay's quack. Ducks fly into town to face the boys in red. Don't panic now. Richard panic at the disco gets his first tuck. Let's hope he has higher hopes and carries this momentum for the rest of the season. OV has another for his 15th tuck. And Brendan Liptick and Kevin Garnett Hathaway distract the entire Ducks team behind the net while Chandler Bing Stevenson tucks one during the yard sale. Leipzig and Hathaway go duck hunting with their bare hands, but no one told Ann Hathaway spitters are for quitters. Oh. Caps win 5-2 wow. after two more goals from Ronan Wilson, but Garnett Hathaway sussied for three games. The Caps would travel to the Big Apple, but Johnny Appleseed, the bread man, would impeach the Capitals as they try to cross city lines. Capo Caco picks two apples to compliment the bread man's two tucks, and the gobble ghoul was flowing like sauce in New York at New York's finest Sbarro's. It was New York's finest slice as they clipped the Caps 4-1. 
Beagle time all the time. The Canucks visit D.C. and Jay meets captain for the first time. Rana opens up the scoring as Who's early as he goes. As he goes, peanut butter, no crunch. But the young gun Elias Pedersen ties it up in the first. Opie and Marshawn put on a show as they have a good old tenders duel. They both shut the door for the remainder of the game. Brayden Brickwall Hopi makes 32 saves, but it wouldn't be enough as the boys couldn't find the back of the net. Caps losing another shootout, 2-1. to one. The Tampa's here. The Catholic cards were flying high as they go 3-0 at the DVCHC East Coast Showdown as they not only show out but blow out. Don't get excited, Penn State Harrisburg. All three teams tucking 21 on these bums en route to a showdown championship in number three spot in the rankings. Team Maryland hits the road up to Pennsylvania to face the Philly Junior Flyers. They brought the broomsticks with them as well as they sweep the weekend. Zach Efron Richards earns a shutout and makes 72 saves on the weekend, including a 44-save performance. Georgetown Prep had a 2-0 lead over Gonzaga and then turned John and was ready to party until the Monday morning show. But Farrell Din and the Eagles claw back four unanswered as Gonzaga gets a massive road win to send Prep to the showers with the thought of the old saying, what's the worst lead in hockey? Two nothing. Two goals. And that'll do it. Scoreboard rundown uh, for the week. Uh, it was a big week across the board. High school hockey, college hockey, it all was turned up this weekend. So let's start with some local hockey, and we'll get right into it. So, A.B., Stevenson, ACHA right now currently. They're in Germany having a hell of a time. They won fifth. They won 5-4 in a shootout versus ERC Lechbrook. So safe travels to them. I um, think they're coming back in a week or so, having a good time out there. You can follow Coach Ergo on his Instagram. You can follow the Stevenson ACHA um, D2, men's D2 team on their Instagram. Um, best of luck. Have a hell of a time out there and that's enjoy Germany. Awesome. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Did it say why they're in Germany? or No, I think every year they do a trip like this. I believe they went they went across the pond last year as well. Um, and, yeah, they're just out there playing some – they, they played the, out of now door rink too that's, um, that's pretty sweet dude. yeah that's sick it's pretty nuts so yeah. on the topic of college let's get into it um kp is not here so let's do this how about you start at 10 and then we'll work our way down from there all right sounds good at number 10 we have navy d1 only a one game weekend but defeated westchester four to three charlie d the goalie again had a stellar game stopping 42 of 45 navy now on a three-game winning streak Number nine, Christopher Newport, the captains, had a great weekend getting a sweep on the road versus Coastal Carolina down there in Myrtle Beach. Uh, when, not a bad place to go. They lost their two top defensemen and three forwards to injury but battled back on Sunday for a 6-5 win. Um, but there's just too much good hockey being played by the teams in front of them, so they're going to stay at number nine right now. Uh, number eight, Virginia drops to number eight. They have one game this weekend against a struggling Richmond team that they blew out earlier in the month, but the score is nowhere to be found. So they dropped eight due to the next team staying hot. Yeah, so moving up a spot is Stevenson NCAA. The Stevenson NCAA squad moves up. Uh, as They win two road games over the weekend. They won at Manhattanville 5-0 behind a Ryan Kenny shutout. They followed that up with a 6-1 throttling of Newman. Um, they're now 5-1 on the season, three straight, uh, as they got a late start in the season, not getting going until November, but they're hot. Uh, number six, we got Virginia Tech. The Hokies have had a bye weekend, but they'll drop a spot due to the former number 16 making a big leap after a huge weekend. It's Thanksgiving week, so stay safe out there, VT turkeys. You got to stay safe if you're a turkey. Gobble, gobble. You got to stay safe. Uh, number five, George Mason. They drop a spot to number five. Like I said, not due to a bad weekend. Again, we'll get to the team that's causing all this commotion. 
Mason Wood defeat Temple 6-4. They dummied Cornell 9-1. Their third game of the weekend was canceled. Um, it was a milestone weekend also for Trevor Mack. He netted his 200th career point, uh, breaking, breaking the Mason all-time assist record. He now sits at number six in scoring for the entire country. Stick taps for Trevor yes, Mack. Yes, we love it. Number four, George Washington. The Colonials stay hot this weekend as they get another sweep, defeating rival Georgetown 6-2. Then grinding out a close one versus Drexel for a 3-2 win thanks to Tendy David New, who stopped 43 of 45. Colonials end the semester on a four-game winning streak. Number three, all right, here they are, the team that's causing uh, the power-ranking shit show. Um, the Cards from Catholic, they go to the DVCHC East Coast Showdown. They roll Susquehanna 7-3. They beat Cutstown 5-1. They beat Penn State Harrisburg 9-6. They go 3-0 and on the weekend. They win the East Coast Showdown Championship. Argue all you want, but at 10-1, 0-1, that's legit squad. Yeah, it's not bad. That's, that's a legit squad. That's a, that's a great start. Uh, D, at number two, we got Liberty D1. The D1 Flames stay put at number two with another weekend sweep over Syracuse, winning 7-3 and 9-5. So lighting the lamp this weekend with 16 goals in two games, but I don't think they'll be overly happy with letting up eight goals against a Syracuse team that didn't even get over 20 shots in either game. Um, Number one, no surprise here, the D1 Liberty squad stays top dog in the Chirpin Power Rankings as they travel to Delaware. They pitch two shutouts over the weekend, 4 nothing, 3 nothing. That's their third shutout in a row, fourth one in a row. So they haven't let up a goal in three games. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. So with that being said, let's kick it over to some high school hockey. All right, so let's start here. Capital Scholastic Hockey League, AB, take it away. It was another action-packed night in the CSHL. As we mentioned last episode, a six-game slate across the board on Friday night. Washington Liberty got back on track with a commanding 7-3 win at W.T. Woodson behind a four-point night from Matt Clark, who picked up three apples and added a tuck. They improved to 4-1. Lake Braddock stays undefeated in top of the South Division with a close 5-4 win over Forest Park. That saw the Bruins score five behind five different goal scorers, spreading the puck around there. South County and Robinson skate to its eye, uh, to a 4-4 tie, so they pick up a point each. T.C. Williams stays undefeated after they dominate an 8-1 win over George Mason slash Edison. Uh, they remain in first in the, in the north, two points ahead of Washington Liberty. The Titans would pepper Mason rush of George Mason Edison sorry, with 67 shots, while Aiden O'Brien would pot a five-point night, big night for Aiden. <laughs> Bishop, Ireton, and Colgan play a tight one in which Ireton would squeeze out a 2-1 win. And lastly, West Potomac would tuck 14 in a blowout, 14-2 win over Centerville-Fairfax. Only four points separate first and third in the north with T.C. Williams leading the way. Much larger gap in the south as Lake Braddock has a five-point lead over second place Forest Park. Um, all right, over to the Northern Virginia Scholastic Hockey League. Uh, action-packed, like it always is, on Friday nights across the DMV. Um, we saw nine games go down, after, and after last Friday, we've only got four undefeated teams left. So the first of those, Chantilly, they went 12-2 over Loudoun Valley. They remain in first in the Norris Division. Second in that division is Yorktown. Um, they also win to stay undefeated. They take down Highlands 8-2 as they get contributions from seven different goal scorers. So as you mentioned, little puck love there spread yep. the wealth um yorktown lineup um thank you just said spreading the wealth kettle run uh defeats liberty 4-3 surprisingly the defending champs in langley the saxons they skate to a 4-4 tie with madison the champs uh three games in they sit at one one and one um they're third in the adams division so they're gonna turn it around if they want to get a little back to back going well cup hangover i'd huh? imagine yeah maybe uh speaking of the adams division the leader in oakton 
They got smoked 10 to 2 by Broad Run. Spartans stay undefeated at 3 and 0 in the first in the Smythe Division. Uh, they've got 25 goals for in their last three games. Um, Battlefield also they stay on top of the Patrick Division. They defeat Loudoun County 3 to 1 behind a Peyton Raymond's hat trick. So you win 3 to 1. One guy gets all your goals. It's a good night. Not bad. Uh, Tuscarora defeats Patriots 6 to 3. Dominion uh, Potomac Falls beats McLean 4 to 3. And lastly, Stonebridge lights the lamp 14 times as they route Independence 14 to 3. AB, take me to the Maryland Public School League. All right, we're over to the MSHL. Big night all around the DMV as it was another action packed night here. 16 game league night throughout the state. Two more that saw an MSHL, MAPHL crossover that we'll cover in the MAPHL section. But nonetheless, off we go in the Eastern Conference as we no longer have a tie for first as South River ties Delaney 3-3. They only pick up a point, now sit second behind Severna Park, who's undefeated at 5-0. Arundel is the East. Arundel in the East also picks up a 7-1 win over the Saints. Sorry about that. Onward to the Howard Conference as we have a new conference leader in Mount Hebron who would steamroll Howard 13-1 behind a six-point night from Jack Calligan. Uh, while in first, they do have a game in hand at of uh, Glen Elg and Marriott's Ridge, who are nipping at their heels, both tied at second, only one point behind Hebron. Glen Elg would defeat Oakdale in a tight 5-4 game that saw Glen Elg come down from 4-1, to one, Ooh. came back with four unanswered goals to win. Okay. Marriott's Ridge would defeat River Hill 10-2, so these three teams, it seems, are going to be brawling up all, th- all throughout the season. Yeah, those um, the head-to-head games between those three are going to really... Um Kind of the push one over the other. Yeah, yep. push one over the other. Yep. Uh, the first place uh, Monoxie Valley Washington County team would lose four to two to Urbana. They sit at four and two. That's a tight conference that looks to be wide open for the taking. As we also saw Carroll County beat Middleton Middletown ten to two. Over to the Montgomery Conference, the two top teams, the top two teams in Winston Churchill and Bethesda Chevy Chase would face off. The defending champs would steal the five four win behind Zach Brocky's game winner to take a two point lead over. BCC and Churchill has one less game played. Walter Johnson picked up a 7-3 win over Wall Women as well in the Montgomery uh, Conference. And the last conference, the Southern Conference, where we have Huntingtown, our alma mater, with a sole possession lead in first place. Love after, to see it. After a 5-1 win over uh, Central Maryland to stay undefeated. Uh, and Northern, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. With a tie. Two to two versus Charles County. So who? there it is. There's the MSHL public school. Tied two to two to who? Yeah, I don't know who. The former Thomas Stone Cougar. Oh, is that is that who that is? <laughs> you yeah, hate to they, see it. Did they combine? Did they combine schools down there? Now? Yeah, there's like five schools that are in it. But you hate to see it, Northern. Wow. What are you doing, guys? That's a big letdown. Guess Huntingtown's in first. Big letdown spot. Yeah, love to see Huntington in first. So lastly, the Mid-Atlantic Prep Hockey League. Three-game slate league-wise um, Friday night as O'Connell V2 would defeat Mount St. Joe's V2 7-1. to um, They absolutely throttled them. That was a battle for first place in the MHL A division. Gonzaga V2 defeats Calvert Hall V2 5-0. And, and in the lone double-A matchup, St. John's hits the road in Piney. They beat Spalding 5-2. Cadets improved to 2-0 in the MAPHL. They are 8-0 overall. So, holy shit. They are flying. Non-league-wise, St. Albans would beat Severna Park from the MSHL 10-3 behind the Micah Berger 4-goal 2-apple night. Um, and the massive one, uh, Gonzaga at Georgetown Prep. Absolutely insane atmosphere at the rink. Um, did you see that video I sent over? I did see that. That looked crazy. <laughs> I don't... 
Did we ever? I mean, we got maybe got a couple of games like that, but never this early in the in the season. I mean, it's the prep schools. They have their chance and everything. I mean, insane. The rink was packed. There was looked to be nowhere in sight for anybody to stand. Um, yeah. So last year's champ or championship MVP, I should say, had a hat trick in that game uh, versus Spalding. Farrell Den he nets two en route to a four two win over Prep Georgetown Prep. They had a two goal lead in that game, and the Eagles. Tuck four. Uh, they come back. It's unanswered. It's early. Um, but Gonzaga, holy shit, they've got to be up there as one of the favorites. I mean, as they always are, the Gonzaga just, just keeps continuing to roll yeah. every season. I mean, listen to the atmosphere in this rink. I mean, they're in a corner of the rink just going berserk outside of their locker room. you got the Georgetown preps kind of walking to the locker room after a tough loss. The rink's packed, and they're just doing their I prep mean, school fight song, and it's if you're nuts. Just, if you're just listening to it and you don't, like, you're not watching the video, it sounds— you got to watch the video. We retweeted it's, it's, it. But it sounds like an English Premier League soccer game. It does, yeah. So <laughs> like, we retweeted it. They've all got their purple helmets in the air. Um yeah, that's high school hockey at its finest. Yep. Um, last one, or a couple last ones here. Spalding non-league. They defeat the TI Selects over the weekend 5-4. Mount St. Joe's defeats MIAA rival St. Paul's 4-1. They get two goals from Burns. And lastly, the Matha, they're back on track. They defeat Calvert Hall 6-1. Big bounce back win for them as they get their season back on track. Um, they're dealing with a few key injuries, I, I heard, uh, from talking to some coaches. So hopefully they get those guys back and continue to roll. Um High school hockey, there it is. Um, massive Friday night per usual. We're pretty excited about that because I think That's after Thanksgiving, the, we'll start dropping our high school power rankings on the blog. That was probably the biggest uh, weekend that, of the year so far. Oh, easily. Nice yeah, you got game, everybody in action. And then, like I said, coming up in the next week or two, we can st- we got a good feel of some high school hockey top 10 chirping DMV rankings. So we'll throw that into the pod, too. So let's kick it over to... Junior Hockey, why don't you take the Black Bears, A.B.? Here we go. With the Maryland Black Bears, as we mentioned, huge road weekend up at Johnstown Tomahawks. Game one saw them with a 4-2 lead in the third before letting up two to tie, then dropping the game 5-4 in overtime. Game two was much of the same. This time the Bears were down 3-0. Fight back and score four straight, but let up one with under two minutes to go. Tied at 4-4. And then again, the Tomahawks pull it out 5-4 OT again. So two 5-4 overtime losses for the Black Bears. Two-point weekend, though, if you want to take some positives away. Two out of four points from it. Um, those points move them to fourth in the East Division. Andrew Tack has started both games, faced 26 and 27 shots in each game. We mentioned the three Maryland leaders in Friday's blogs that would need to have a big weekend if the Black Bears were going to be successful. Standard had a goal and an assist in the first game. Scoop! Oh, two goals and Wilmer. assists for him. On the weekend, and lastly, Stare with two goals on the weekend, <clears throat> one in each game. Black Bears are back at home this weekend as they welcome the New Jersey Titans, who they played, uh, I think, either last week or a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, two or three weekends ago. They, um, they, they split that series with uh, them. It's, it's tough. They just keep splitting series. And, I, I mean, you've mentioned it. It's, I mean, game one, you have a 4-2 lead. You let up two in the third. You go to OT and lose 5-4. Game two, you fight back down 0-3. You take a lead. You lose five four in OT. That's yeah. uh, against a good Johnstown team. Who last week we mentioned that they're like two and eighteen overall, mm-hmm. all time against. So 
USPHL, another weekend here. So we'll start with the Potomac Patriots, Premier Division. It was a split weekend at home. First in New York Aviators, losing the first 2-1, to one, but they rebounded back with a 4-2 win. Uh, goals by Bellinger, Thomas, Wood, and McCulloch. Uh, the Elite Pats would sweep the New York Aviators with two shutouts, 9 nothing, 2 nothing. Uh, Griffin Narr turns away all 44 shots he faced this weekend. So congrats to him. A big shutout weekend in both games. Hampton Roads, they had a bye weekend. And the Richmond Generals, so we'll get to them, uh, premieres. They split with the Charlotte Russ Rush. They went 6-3. They lose 5-6. And the Elite Generals, clean sweep with a 4 nothing win, 6-1 win. So some standings here. Premier-wise in the southeast, Richmond in second, 33 points. Hampton in third with 30. Potomac in fifth with 22. Over on the elite side, Richmond in first with 43. They're blowing everybody away. Hampton in fourth with 29. Potomac in fifth with 10 points. Um, so, A.B., why don't you finish it up with here in the Eastern Hockey League in Team Maryland? All right. Uh, Team Maryland hit the road this weekend as they traveled to the Philly Junior Flyers, uh, and they picked up a huge weekend sweep. Game one was a 4 nothing win. Uh, as I mentioned earlier on the scoreboard rundown, Zach Richards, a 28-save shutout. And game two was a 4-2 victory. Three-goal third period with goals by Mock, Ball, and Dobek. Maryland now sits tied for first in the Mid-Atlantic Conference at 30 points with the New Jersey 87s. Also uh, in that 4-2 victory, same goalie, Zach Richards, 44 saves in that game. So he had a huge weekend himself. Yeah, you got to put a little asterisk next to second place in their conference because, yes, they are tied at 30 and 30 with the New Jersey 87s, but New Jersey has five less games played. Oh, okay. Well, so you got to imagine they're going to pick up a couple you got to imagine there. they're going to pick up at least one point maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless they just get throttled. Um, so let's do this. We'll end it here. Team of the week. KP's not here, so we only got two teams of the week. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, you can start. I will start. I will go with the Gonzaga Eagles. Uh, one game week, but as we mentioned, that huge road win. Um, every time you go up to Cabin John, uh, you play Georgetown Prep. It's a shit show for the road team for the for the visiting team. And Gonzaga comes in there. They're down two nothing. Uh, they're facing all the adversity, and they lean on the back of their stud, Farrell Din. He scores two. Gonzaga comes back. It's a four two win. Um, they're throttling teams early, and like we mentioned, I think they might have to be the early set-on favorite to win the MAPHL for the fourth season in a row. But you got teams like Bishop O'Connell and St. John's that are right there yep. um, competing for that. So, A.B., who do you got? Uh, I'll go public school, Maryland public schools here. Okay, so we're keeping it in high school. I like it. Uh, Winston Churchill, uh, they got a huge two points to take the uh, the lead in their division. Um, That's sole possession. Sole possession lead, yeah. Uh, I was going to go with the alma mater with Huntingtown, but I think that's more northern blowing it than Huntingtown. Yeah, it, and it's, 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 you're still beating teams that you should be beating. Exactly. Because they're the teams that we played against that still kind of suck. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, I hate to say so yeah, it, but. Churchill, Churchill's my team of the week. Northern blue what? Uh Oh yeah, you Northern hate to blue. see it. Two, oh, two. God, jeez, two, two to two. Yeah, you two, hate to see it. Two to two, onward. Um, but yeah, Winston Churchill, team of the week. Cool. So with all that being said, let's kick it to our interview. Staying on topic of local hockey, we have Casey Thrush, uh, the Math alum. 2008. He was part of that 2008 DeMatha team, the last DeMatha team to win an MAPHL championship. UNH Wildcat, former assistant captain there, and it's fun. It's about a 30 minute interview. So let's kick it over to Casey and everybody enjoy. All right, guys, we now welcome on an awesome guest, Easton, Maryland native, played his youth hockey at least a year, 
Team Maryland, the Math Catholic standout MAPHL Player of the Year back in 2010, alternate captain for the UNH Wildcats with 63 career points there, uh, and two-year ECHL pro Casey Thrust. Casey, welcome to the pod, man. How are you? Thanks for having me, guys. You're really bringing me back with the old the MAPHL yeah, man. Uh, accolades here. Yeah, <laughs> local legend, bud. Toss it, toss it in there. So we'll kind of start, I guess, at the beginning, talking about throwing it back. Um, young kid growing up in Easton, there's that one rink over there. Um, not the biggest, I guess, part of the state in terms of hockey, you could say. So how do you get into all of it? Yeah, it's kind of random. I, th- I think my brother actually uh, started playing. Uh, so I have an older brother. And so he started playing in what I guess we used to be called the Jamie Webb kind of, uh, you know, like introduction where they give you gear and let you skate right. and everything. So uh, my brother started playing and then just naturally, you know, wanting to do everything your older brother wants, you know, everything your older brother does. So I kind of just started picking it up and, you know, I really liked it. I always played a lot of different sports when I was growing up, baseball, soccer, lacrosse, pretty much every sport, but hockey, just the, the pace of it, you know, I really liked it. And then I'd play, you know, basketball or soccer. It just felt so slow. So how old, so, uh, that, how old were you when ahead. you first put on skates? Um, I think I was probably about six or seven. So I actually uh, started out as a goalie. Okay. I was a goalie for four years uh, in Easton. And uh, back then, you know, you'd play goalie and you'd skate out every once in a while. And right. um, so I played goalie. And then uh, I guess it would have been, you know, when I was, when I was a younger, the USA Hockey changed the uh, date of birth for that broke up the years. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the kids I was playing with in Easton were going to go up, you know, to the next level. And I was going to have to stay back. So, um you know, I, I talked to my parents. I really liked hockey. And I said, you, they said, well, you know, why don't we go and try out for what at the time was called, you know, the Little Caps, mm-hmm. the travel team. So I went to the uh, the first tryout for the Little Caps and made it as a goalie. And, uh, you know, I came back and said, you know, to my parents, you know, would you guys drive me around all year? You know, I'd really want to do this the whole thing. Yeah. And were, they, you, and they, were, were you still living across the bridge there? Yeah. And I go, was still oh, in Houston. That's so, a hike. A heck of a commute. Yeah. Yeah, it was a hike. So, uh, you know, I asked my parents if they'd let me do it. And they said, yeah, we will. But what we want you to do is we want you to come back and try out as a skater. Because, you know, when you're younger, the goalies just split games. It doesn't really matter, you know, who's better, who's worse. So they said, you know, if we're going to drive you all around, we at least want you to play both games. So I actually went back the next night and then made it as a defenseman. Oh, nice. uh, For a couple of years. So that's how I ended up. You know, starting out in Easton and then, you know, eventually getting across the bridge. Nice. So you go to Little Caps and then there's – so you stay, did you stay at Little Caps until you started with uh, Team Maryland? Yes, I stayed. Yep, oh, it was a Little Caps. Two years of defenseman. I finally switched over to forward eventually, and then that led into, you know, starting for Team Maryland. Yeah, so that commute also kind of plays into, I guess, my next question. So you're still commuting. Did you ever move at some point, or were the parents always stationed over on the Eastern Shore, especially, I mean, I guess when you got to high school, was it still a daily commute to the Matha? Yeah, so my, my folks are still there on the Eastern Shore. Actually, uh, when I went to the Matha, uh, I was playing for Team Maryland. It was based out of Rockville, which is even worse than Jeez. the regular commute yeah. there in Laurel. Yeah. So, That's brutal. You know, dealing with the Beltway and everything. So I actually was lucky. My grandmother lived in Beltsville, Maryland, which is about oh, 15 yeah, minutes from DeMatha. 
So got lucky and ended up basically staying there. So I'd drive over in the morning on Monday mornings to DeMatha and then I'd stay there for the week, uh, you know, and go to school and practice and everything like that and be gone on the weekend for games. Oh, so that made it easier playing travel and whatnot as well. Um, so I guess sticking on the topic of DeMatha, um, when did that kind of all start for you in terms of, you know, you get recruited to go play at these MAPHL schools. Um, did you Were you familiar with the landscape of the league at that time and kind of had a – thought of where you wanted to go play prep school or was prep school even a question then and until it before a coach started to come talk to you yeah you know i don't even really think it was anything about the prep school or colleges or anything uh you know i was playing for team maryland uh so i knew i i was wanted to play for that travel team so i was starting to look at schools across the bridge uh actually just one of the old coaches at the math i think maybe saw me play a, a game for the little caps and asked my dad where i was going to high school uh just sort of started as simple as that and uh, i had a cousin that went to the math uh, so it kind of just fit like that but you know at the time i was playing for uh for team maryland you know i was a I was an okay player at best, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I was probably a third and fourth line guy. I was, I was really small. Uh, like I was like five, six. So, yeah. you know, I, I didn't even think about, you know, prep school or college or anything like that. It was just, you know, Hey, I'm going to play in this travel team. I got to go to high school over there. Math has seemed like a good fit. Yeah. Good fit. Good school. So, uh, when was your freshman year there? Were you there in on that 2008, uh, championship team? Yeah. So when we won in 20 in 2008, I was a sophomore. Okay. So last, so you're on that last DeMatha team to win an MAPHL championship. So we'll get into your senior season here. Um, cause that's obviously the big year for everybody in terms of prep school. We'll start with, um, one in particular matchup in the regular season. Uh, we can't remember if you played in this game or not, but it was a nice uh, non-league game exhibition match against the uh, number one ranked public school in the state, uh, Huntingtown. Do you uh, recall that game at all? I don't. Did I did, did I play against someone I uh, on the podcast here? Is that, is that why the chirp's coming? Or what? All three of us. No, all we were trying to remember because I didn't think you played. AB thought you did. I mean, you guys dummied us like three to one, but um, we, couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't figure it out who the hell played and who did in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I didn't play as much my senior year at DeMatha as I, I probably would have liked. It was more of my sophomore and junior year. So at the odds are, I, I didn't play. But, um, you know, if, if you guys don't remember, I clearly didn't have my best game, <laughs> even if I did. Um, so did DeMatha – I know some schools kind of get a little hazy with this. Did DeMatha let you play club at all, or is it strictly just DeMatha? Yeah, so that was actually, um, you know, part of the reason why I, I picked DeMatha and part of the reason why I'm still close to the program and, uh, you know, really tight with uh, Coach Tony McCauley that's still oh, there. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, so he uh, – you know, he gets it. He, he coached a lot of different levels. And when he actually came back to DeMatha, you know, he was just really up front with me and just basically said, you know, come when you can come and when you can't, you know, we're going to, you know, continue to get better. And, and I think at the time it was sort of right when the, the different, you know, team Maryland and little caps were getting a little bigger and there seemed like a kind of a divide of, you know, your club team versus your high school team. Right. Um, and, and that was the great thing for me is Tony, was so awesome about it and, and he let me come when I could come and I played as many games as I could and, and when I was there no one held it against me and he yeah. didn't certainly hold it against me either so it was like such a great relationship there yeah. right so random question here you said you're obviously you're so close with Tony um great guy you're so close with the program um assuming so you keep up with it pretty regularly do have you ever thought about or has it ever been brought to you that to maybe become coach over there 
Yeah, I talk to Tony about it all the time. I usually come up um, right before their playoff run, and I'll, I'll go full gear and uh, run to a practice with those guys. Uh, I did that a couple of years, and I always play in the alumni game and right. in uh, over Christmas break. And, and like I said, I'm I'm always there for for Tony. It's I kind of leave the door open and say, hey, you know, if you ever need me or if you ever think anything that I could do could help your team, um, you know, feel free. So that's kind of where I'm at now. I think you know, eventually, that's that's certainly not out of the question. I, I like being around the program and the way Tony runs it. He, he runs it the right way, and mm-hmm. so it's 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 great to be a part of that and help someone that you know really helped me in my in my journey. For sure. So you mentioned your senior year, you didn't play as much as maybe your sophomore, junior year at the Matha, but senior year is the year you won Player of the Year, right? Or was that a different year? Am I mistaken? I, I think that was sophomore year. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I think is yeah, I got the player of the year and I got all like, met and we won. So that gotcha. was that was that was that wasn't the worst year I've had playing for the math, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> so I guess take us through those two years. I mean sophomore year winning the championship, senior year losing the championship and that tough one to Gonzaga. I mean, after beating that incredible Landon team that year, just kind of take us through the ups and downs of kind of both games. I mean, as we know, it's MAPHL, the stadium's rocking. I mean, especially in a rivalry game like that with those two schools and student sections jumping and whatnot. Yeah, it was great. You know, I, I really enjoy playing high school hockey. I enjoy playing, you know, for DeMatha. So some some of my best memories, even, you know, games I ended up playing later in my career, you know, I still remember those those championship games and you know at the time that it just seemed like the most important thing in the world you know whether that was you know 1200 people or however many people you can pack in that in that rink in laurel um you know i still have a picture at my parents house at home from uh, one of the goals i scored in the, the ma uh, phl championship game that we won um so yeah it's just a cool a really cool memory for me um you know kind of validated me you know all the commuting and and staying in my grandmother's and everything right and uh you know the year we won it we we were not very good in the regular season i think we were under 500 and uh it's just kind of funny how that works we were i think we were the eighth seed the year we won it and we just got hot you know for four games and then the other years where we lost you know, we were really good teams. Just kind of funny how, you know, playoff yeah, hockey oh, is. You just kind of got to get hot. I mean, right that time. just happened last season with the Mathas, the number one team in the league, and then got that first round loss to Landon. So, with college, you do play a season between high school and uh, UNH in the USHL with Muskegon. But when did UNH first reach out to you, um, and you did the commitment and things like that? Was that while you were still at the Matha, or later on once you were already in the the U show? No, that, yeah, that was my senior year at Matha. So, uh, you know, I was playing for Team Maryland. I was, like I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I was just you know, probably an average player. Um, and then I, I could always skate. You know, that was my strong suit. And uh, I think it was probably maybe between my sophomore and my junior year, I grew like four or five inches. And, uh, then, yeah, and then I was six one, and then I could skate. So, uh, you know, it kind of went things just sort of snowballed for me pretty quickly. You know, I, I think my sophomore year, uh, when I was at the math, my club team, I think I had like 10 goals that year for team Maryland. And then my junior year, I think I had 50. <laughs> um, so, you know, I just kind of, I, I grew, you know, I grew, I could skate. I just started putting things together and, you know, I didn't even think about college hockey or prep school or anything. And, uh, I think it would have probably been that summer, you know, my junior year uh, going into Team Maryland where my coach kind of pulled me aside and said, 
you know, if, if you put your, uh, you know, if you dedicate yourself to this, you know, you could, you could probably do this for, for a while and, and go to, go to school for free and, and, and maybe play after that was kind of the first time he put the bug in my ear. Like I said, I didn't even think about it. Right. I was a third, fourth line penalty killer and just, you know, having the time. So I think that, you know, when he told me that that year I came back and I had a really good year, my, my two line mates at team Maryland were both division one guys and they were a year older than me. So just a ton of scouts were going out to watch those guys play. And so that by chance they saw me play. And uh, so that, that my junior year at DeMatha UNH just basically said, you know, we like what we see. He's on our short list for, for the beginning of next year. We're going to come out. And um, so the next year is when I really started to kind of get my college interest. It all started with, you know, Ivy League schools and ECAC schools. And uh, so, I, you know, I took a bunch of visits. And UNH basically offered me as a walk-on um, at first. They said, you know, you can come if you want. We're not sure how much you're going to play. Um, but you know, you're, you're on the team. Nice. So I, I was kind of disappointed, you know, talking right. to my, my coach, I said, you know, I, I want to go here, but, uh, they don't like me, whatever the whole thing. Right. So I kind of a risk up, you had to take in a way. Yeah, exactly. So I ended up going up there on like a Saturday night, they played Boston college at home and they won oh, that's and, a big they, game. and that made them win uh, the hockey East title. Yeah. And, uh, so I just went down, I, I went back to the hotel. I told my parents, I said, you know, I'll figure it out. I want to go here. Nice. So uh, that's so, that's pretty much the extent of how I ended up getting there. It was just early my senior year at Damathas when they they offered me. You um you mentioned that you were like a a big penalty killer for your teams, uh, like a third fourth line grinder. Is that the like the role that you've always had, and if you just kind of embraced that, or like how how did that come about? Yeah, I, I think. You know, and you, when you get older and you go to these teams, you know, whether it's the USHL and, and, and college and everything, uh, you, you just want to play. Yeah. And, and, the, and the best way to play is to be valuable. Right, just and, embrace your uh, role. So, you know, my senior, my freshman year at UNH, you know, it was, you know, how can you stay in the lineup? How right. can you, you, you know, get those eight shifts a game, whatever it was. So I kind of just, you know, I, I was a good penalty killer. I, was, I always was fast, so... I kind of part, part, parlayed those things and just said, you know, what's going to keep me in the lineup every night, you know, when I'm younger? And that was the penalty kill. So um, that's kind of how that started. Just wanted to, to not be in the stands, you know, wanted to be at least shooting up every night. And uh, the other thing was, uh, Nick, so did you play with Nick Sorkin on that team? Wasn't he, isn't he uh, from Maryland too? Or Yep. So when I, when I grew up, um, you know, those team Maryland teams, we had uh, Nick Sorkin was my line mate. So he went to UNH. I went to UNH. And then my other line mate, uh, Max Goudreau, also went to UNH. So oh, there so was that... three of us, and they pretty much recruited all three of us at, at about the same time. Nice. Okay, so that definitely helps uh, play into, I guess, the comfort level of going to UNH. But I kind of want to uh, digress back to that. I mean, you mentioned you go to UNH after – you choose to go in UNH after that awesome weekend, um, but going in there knowing that you were going to be a walk-on, not sure about playtime. I mean, you mentioned other colleges. I'm sure there's a couple colleges that reached out and said, hey, you can come in, be on the team, get playtime, do all this. And, I mean, if not for UNH, I mean, what was probably the second choice? What were you thinking? Yeah, it, it came down to UNH or, or Northeastern. Um, you know, I, w- I went and did a, a big visit of um, you know, Brown, Princeton, and Harvard, um, you know, I really like those schools, but, you know, to be honest, just being from Maryland and, and having hockey not be the biggest sport around here, uh-huh. I mean, I, 
I know it. You know, I'm a huge football basketball fan. You come from Damatha, you know, football, basketball, everything. Yep. I just wanted to go to a school where, you know, hockey was the sport right. and, you know, the passion was there. And, um, you know, those other schools I visited were, were awesome, but I just kind of felt like people kind of second know, what, fiddle in terms of athletics. Exactly. Or, you know, the Ivy League schools, you know, guys were going there to go to school first to play hockey second. And, uh, you know, I kind of just true. decided, you know, I, I had one shot at it and I wanted to go somewhere that was, you know, really rich in hockey tradition, but also was, you know, going to be playing in front of, you know, in, in big arenas and big games and, and be, you know, competitive on the, the national level every year. Yep. Right. Now, something that I'm kind of curious about um, with not only you, but kind of all um, commits like that. Now, you do that. You do the year in the USHL before going to college. Does UNH kind of have a say in that in terms of, hey, here's some teams you should maybe go try out for and maybe veer towards this league, this staff? Or is it kind of all on you? You kind of get to choose where you want to go, um, barring you make a team and whatnot. Yeah, I think that they they have uh, sort of an unofficial influence, I guess you right. could say. Um, so I, you know, I had a pretty big year. I was committed. I, I knew I was going to go, you know, relatively high in that USHL draft, and you know, UNH knew that as well. And um, so I think that they they certainly have, uh, you know, not necessarily a team that they would prefer. Not as more of you know a coaching staff. They may they maybe have a better relationship or not. So um, you know, at the time. I'm, uh, you know, I don't really know the conversations that that went on in, in the back there, but I, right. I, you know, I know that they were comfortable with me going to Muskegon. You know, at the time, the, the it was an expansion team, but the coach uh, Kevin Patrick had just come from Wisconsin, and you know, he was an, an awesome coach and had a great reputation. So I think that, um, you know, that was on sort of their shorter list than those first. Five, you know, I think I was the sixth overall pick in that USHL draft. So. You know, they were. I'm sure that there was some teams that they preferred that they went to, and they try to push you that way as yeah. best you can, like a little nudge. Um, exactly, just yeah. you know, to help your development. Unofficially yeah. official type thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So fast forward a little, you get to your senior year at UNH. It's hockey semifinals. You played number three Boston U. Um, lose that game. Was that the farthest you guys made it in your tenure there, or? So my sophomore year, we actually were the number one team in the country at Christmas. Okay. Uh, I think we started out like 11 and one. Um, and that year we ended up going to the hockey East finals of the garden and we lost in the finals. And then, uh, we went to the regional in Manchester. We beat Denver in the first round. So then we played UMass Lowell and we lost uh, two nothing to go to the frozen four. Mm. So that was my sophomore year. Damn. Gotcha. So it seems to be sophomore year is kind of your thing, then. <laughs> I get. Yeah, I guess it, maybe I should have just you know kept yeah, redshirting and transferring yeah, and see how long I can so, milk that sophomore right. year. So college kind of coming to an end. Um, I think you've always had the plan of kind of following your dad's footsteps with the business. I mean, it's what you majored in, all that type of stuff. Now, knowing it was coming to an end, did you always have plans of playing after school or? to maybe try to progress your career a little or is that kind of a, maybe I'll play one or two more years have a little bit more fun and then get into the business world because I mean knowing you'd, you'd be able to do it yeah you know I always wanted to play I just wasn't sure um you know I was a I was a productive player at UNH but you know not on the level that you you know really need to be where I was thinking I was going to be able to sign an NHL contract right. or anything um and then you know my senior year our, our team really struggled we had 10 10 freshmen and uh, the first half of the year, our, our, our team really struggled. And, you know, we came back from Christmas. The the coach made some changes, actually got, you know, some, some ice time with uh, some of the better players. And, 
um, you know, ended up having, you know, about a point a game the rest of the way. And that sort of opened up some opportunities for me, um, you know, after my, my, my senior year to play. And, you know, then I got, got to sign with, uh, you know, the Blackhawks organization and go to American League training camp that year and, uh, you know, play in the, in the East Coast League for, for a few teams that following year. Yeah, yeah, so you go to the East Coast League. I mean, kind of talk about that first year because the first year and the second year are drastically different, I guess you could say. I mean, you spend that first year uh, with Allen, South Carolina, Indy, Evansville, just kind of playing some games here and there for each team. What was that first year like? I mean, what was the reasoning behind um, the switch in teams and whatnot? Yeah, I was a total suitcase my first year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a long story. Essentially, you know, I, I, I went to American League camp for for the for the Blackhawks. I, you know, played in preseason. And, you know, I, and in my opinion, I was playing, you know, my best hockey was in that American League training camp. I, I played well and gotten good reviews from the, the Blackhawks assistant GM and the, the head coach at the time that would have been their coast team. Um, That'll bump your confidence. But, yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, I thought everything was good, and I get to training camp, and I realized that the, the Hawks had just signed a ton of players. And, you know, when you sign guys like that, it just sort of trickles down. So, you know, my stallmate in uh, that American League training camp for the Blackhawks, which was in Rockford, was Danny Paye, oh, you know, who's nice. like 1,500 NHL games. Yeah, and three Stanley, Stanley Cup winner. And, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, like, uh, you know, Bickle, they had sent Bickle down. And, you know, you have these bona fide NHL guys. Yep. Um, so it sort of pushes, you know, the whole organization down. And I end up getting to training camp for the, the, the Coast, you know, team that I had a contract with. Um, but it just, you know, when you're a rookie, you're you're sort of always the, the first one out the door. And, unfortunately, it was pretty much a numbers game. You know, they right. had a... You know, I think at the time they had maybe sent down eight or nine American League guys um, to be on their coast team. And then, you know, the the coast rosters aren't as big as a regular team. You don't have, you know, 12, you know, you don't have 14 forwards on your team. You know, you're only allowed to dress, you know, 17 players every night. So, um, you know, you I just was sort of, you know, unfortunate in in the numbers department there. And then, you know, once I kind of started bouncing around some teams, I was playing well. But when you're the the last one in the door you're always the first one out and i was sort of the easiest one to you know if someone got sent down i was an easy one to to cut because i hadn't been on the team for very long so that kind of just perpetuated that cycle at least my first year where i was you know playing good hockey but you know everywhere i was at it seemed like you know when i was in south carolina i you know played three pretty good games and all of a sudden the Caps sent down three people from right. from hershey and you know that pretty much was the writing on the wall for the them so. effect with i guess every organization there i mean year two a lot better obviously you find the home with elmira uh 60 games played there 30 points um and then you kind of call it a career so what was the moment or what kind of made you make that decision that hey uh that tough one that we kind of all go through it's time to um head to the business world hang up the skates and maybe go rip up some beer leagues yeah it was uh no that, that my second year was was a blast our, our team wasn't great but you know i was playing really good hockey and i was getting to play and that's when you have the most fun yeah it's just it's it's a it's a big time grind you know that year i think between preseason and then regular season games i think i had played you know close to 70 games and uh in the coast you're not exactly flying around first class and yeah, standing at the wrist everywhere you go and you're standing at motel sixes and stuff <laughs> yeah exactly so <laughs> you know you're you're playing and you jump on the bus for eight hours you're getting in at 4 a.m you sleep all day you play again and it's just on repeat 
Um, you know, so it was an absolute blast of a year, you know, met a lot of really good guys, had some good teammates, but I got back that summer and, and kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. And, uh, I usually would take about a month off and then I'd be kind of chomping at the bit to get back into it. But, uh, you know, that summer I came back, I took about a month off and I just didn't could kind of tell, I said, you know, I'm really not dying to get back to the rink and, yeah. and, and work out all kind summer. So. Think back to how fucking worn down you got, <laughs> just exactly whole season, the year before like do i really want to put myself through this again yeah, yeah and yeah and, and you think about you start to think about that stuff i mean you know like my thing about a month left in my last year i, I broke uh, three of my toes on my foot blocking a shot jesus and uh so i played like the whole last month with three broken toes and you know i'm making 700 bucks a week uh-huh. and you're kind of just stuff like that you kind of afterwards you just sort of evaluate is it you know it, it yeah, is it worth it? And and I have, you know, certainly have no regrets behind the whole thing, but I think at some point, and, and luckily for me, I went to college and I got a degree and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had a plan. So I think at some point I just had to make a decision of what was better for me the rest of my life. And, you know, I, I was lucky to play. And when you play in Hockey East, you know, every team you, know, you play against or with, you know, has guys that are in the NHL and, you know, my teams at UNH, you know, we have four players make it to the NHL from those teams and you know just how good they are. And yep. it's it's insane, you know, how good they are. And at some point I think I just realized that I'd made it a, a really a, a long way, but I it wasn't as good as those guys were and there's really nothing wrong with that because they're the one percent of the one percent. Right. Yeah, and, and you knew you set yourself up for like you said, a backup plan, something that could uh, sustain you instead of trying to <laughs> strive and survive in the world of hockey. And like the opportunity just to play in those atmospheres had to have been unreal. Like just playing yeah. against oh, BU, yeah, BC, absolutely. like all those teams. Like, yeah, I, I mean we 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 got to play a, an outdoor game at Fenway Park oh, um, shit, freshman yeah. year. Um, you know, some of those games, the the regional game we played you know, we played our tournament game was in Manchester, so it was basically a home game for us. That's awesome. Um, you know, we played at the Garden. Um, you know, we beat uh, my senior year. We beat UM- our, uh, Providence College two out of three to go to the Garden. They won the national championship that year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you play, you know, just play so many cool atmospheres in college. You know, yeah. we did trips to Notre Dame, to Michigan all of these just awesome road trips to play. And, you know, it's just such college hockey. There's really nothing like it. Yeah. I, I, I love my time at UNH and, and playing in college. That's all you can really ask for. So did you, did you, uh, did you play that BC team that had like Kevin Hayes and like Johnny Goudreau and all them? Were you, were you on UNH then or? Yep. So that, I think that would probably be my sophomore and junior years that year. Goudreau had like 70 points yeah. and it was him, Hayes and Arnold. And it was, they were, yeah, that was it, a, it was, they were incredible. Filthy team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think the, that, that line, uh, you know, my senior year we lost at the garden. That was the team with Eichel on it. You know, he was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I remember my freshman year we played BU and they had that, uh, Chia San who ended up playing some games for the Cavs. Yeah. Yep. I no, remember. he was he was Some incredible. Detail. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you just you you lose. You know, you play against so many of those guys. It's 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 hilarious. Just turn the TV on and you watch an NHL game, or I'll go to a Caps game or whatever. You look at the rosters, and it's just you know uh-huh. littered with guys you played against or hockey East guys and everything. Yeah. Awesome. So last question from me here. I'm sure um, afterwards, AB might try to pull a story or two out of you. <laughs> um, so. Looking back your entire career, you got youth, you got the math, uh, your UNH years, your Coast League, the U show. I mean, 
kind of thinking back, I mean, what was your best season overall in terms of if you could go back and kind of replay one season, um, what would that be? Whether it was uh, personal success, team success, uh, maybe just a brotherhood you had with one of those teams or, I mean, tough question. I know it don't have to be answered correctly, but I kind of, if you had to pick one team, one season to kind of, like I said, replay, uh, what do you think that'd be? Oh, it's definitely my, my sophomore year when we were number one at, at UNH. I mean, it, just to be, you know, the, uh, on the best team in the country at the Division One level. I mean, it's just our team was incredible. I think we had lost maybe like one game at Christmas. We were just beating everyone. I remember we used to be down like two nothing, and we were just like, yeah, we're gonna win, it's fine. Yeah. And we would come back and win. Um, you know, we had three NHL players on that team. You know, two of our top four defensemen are were in the NHL, are in the NHL still. Um, our team was just awesome. It was a great Cooper guys, and um, you know, whenever you're number one like that, you know, everywhere you go or all of our home games are sold out. You know, right. you go on the road, everything's sold out. Everybody's because they want to beat you. And exactly, they're playing the number one team in the country. You know, we went out and, and we played Denver, and they were at the time three, and at the time we were two. And uh, I think we came back down either three, three. I think it was three nothing and four one, and we came back and beat Denver at Denver to go to number one in the country. And we just, that whole season was awesome. And then, yeah. you know, you win the first game in the regionals and you just, we played great the second, the second night against UMass Lowell. They had uh, Connor Hellebuck, who's the goalie oh, for yep. the Winnipeg Jets now. Yeah. And he just shut the door on us. And yeah, he's not bad. Just, <laughs> it's one of those things where you, you know, we were definitely good enough to win the national championship that year. And, uh, you know, that year, your number one is campus is just, you know, on fire. It yeah. was just so much fun that year. So that was probably my, my favorite year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, are you so are you from the area? Are you living in the area now? Yep, I'm in Annapolis now, so my I'm yeah, grew up my whole life in Easton. You and pl- then just, are you playing around here or no? Yeah, I play a couple times a week. Um, me and my old UNH teammate that I was telling you about, Max, yeah. uh, we, we, think we have like a, a closed pickup sort of okay. league in Annapolis. Oh, that's nice. So every, every Wednesday night we do that. Uh, it's like a kind of invite-only pickup. Yeah. That way. No um, scrubs. As, as fun <laughs> as, it's, it's a good skate, but we got some older guys, too, that just love playing. And, um, you know, I, I played some men's league at Piney and all that thing. I, I love playing, and, you know, I hate running on the treadmill so i figure yeah. anytime i play hockey it's better skate, than that have a beer or two maybe afterwards and call it a good night yeah exactly so you know we do that every wednesday night and it's a blast and when you when you have the close pickup at least you know no one's gonna be uh, a jerk or anything like that you don't have to worry about anyone playing game seven of stanley cup on a tuesday night at 11 o'clock at piney when you got work the next day yeah, piney laurel anything yeah, like just that. bring just... a 30 rack on the bench you're good <laughs> you score a couple goals and they're hacking the hell out of you but i think that's gonna do it for us casey we uh greatly appreciate you coming on taking the time with us telling your story and uh maybe we'll see you behind the bench here soon in the area with the uh, the matha squad yeah yeah I, I appreciate it guys any any time uh you know good luck with the the podcast and everything it's good work you're doing at least bring some more attention to maryland hockey so not not everyone uh, does that yeah kind of get the name out there and then we've have like like yourself you have plenty of successful players that have gone on so kind of gives people around the area currently let them know that hey There's a little uh, bit we'll of hope. work a little hard yeah. <laughs> you work hard you're gonna get somewhere yeah yeah, well, well, uh, to, I wish I were worked a little harder. Maybe I wouldn't be in Annapolis still, but uh, ah, that's know, not the worst place. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a fun ride. So I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, my man. Thanks again. All right, take care. Right, bye. Boys.
right, thanks again to Casey Thrush for coming on. Awesome interview. Hope you guys all enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of cool stuff playing so against some sick kids and some sick barns. And, yeah, you can't beat that uh, type of experience in college hockey. Yeah, he probably had the best one you could possibly ask for, honestly. Playing in a sweet-ass town like UNH, like, that's – they're all about hockey up there. Uh-huh. And like you mentioned, I'd rather go somewhere where hockey is the shit. Yeah, they don't have... Instead yeah. of having a football team and basketball team and stuff Yeah, they don't... About. I mean, so, like, going to Towson, like, we played... UNH is in our conference for, the, all like, football and stuff, uh-huh. so, like, they're not very good, so no one gives a shit up there, but their UNH team is just fucking sick. Yeah, they don't bat an eye. Yeah, so, like... Yeah, he, he mentioned, yeah, playing against Johnny Gaudreau, Kevin Hayes, just fucking all-star players that potential future Hall of Famer in Johnny Goudreau. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, let's get into some Capitals talk, shall we? Sure, Caps man. news and notes, let's kick it off. Um, there are signed Burakovsky jerseys on sale at Fanatics Online, $29.99. They are regularly bullshit. $240. That's what I'm saying. He had three years in a row, 12 goals for the Caps. Not bad. He has 10 right now, including five in his last three. Hey, what did we say? <laughs> Guy's awesome. We said he was going to score gonna, 30 goals. Yeah, he's going to roll out, score 30 goals, and then shove it all up our asses. We said at least 25. Yeah, so good for Berkey. I don't know if there's any of the jerseys left, but I looked it up. Almost bought one the other night. Dude, I, $30? It would, it would be a solid purchase. $30, and it's a $240 jersey, and it's like, fuck, I got to get rid of them. It's a fucking jersey. Yeah, dude. It's a signed jersey <laughs> of a Stanley Cup champion, <laughs> yeah. Andre Burakasi. You buy a patch, you fucking sew it on, you hang it up. Yeah. This is what it is. Um, collection, next... Bro. The Birdman, Kuznetsov, is back on Instagram. So after everything uh, with him kind of went down with the cocaine. Oh, the snake. The snake. Uh, he had deleted everything, but he's back. Um, he has two posts. I think one is a selfie of him and Orlov. and But the other one is a pic of a signed jersey that Patty Kane sent him. Did you see that? So Patty Kane <clears throat> Patty Kane signed the jersey and wrote, Koozie, keep dangling out there, Kaner. Man, what a guy. Sick. What a guy. <laughs> I mean, game-recognized game, dog. Won Fuck that, don't too. Lie. Pretty fucking funny. He's like, here, I'll give you a, one of my jerseys. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, I know I'm sick. Patty Kane's <laughs> like, well, yeah, he probably got one back, but Patty Kane's like, you know, I like to party. I got sick hands. Kuzi likes to party. He's been in a little legal trouble he's got before. Six can- he's got sick hands. We both like to party. We both like to dangle. I'm yeah. sending my guy jersey. He got in a little trouble before. They turned. It turned out that his was bullshit as well. Is that well, not as well? Because is that <laughs> Patty Kane resigning from the Hawks in a way, getting rid of his jersey and wanting to be traded to the Capitals for Dude, Richard Panic? Be so. Sick. Maybe some assets. Yeah, well, we can make some cap space there. Yeah, we just got to move a couple pieces. Kuzi, Patty Kane, Verana, and then Oshi, Ov, Backstrom. We'll just play two lines. We don't need. Fuck. What are we doing with Tom Wilson though? Oh fuck. God damn it. Oh, we'll move him on D. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to have to cut somebody, and we're just going to have to probably do away with the entire Hershey Bears organization to save cap room. Yeah, we'll be fine. We can make it work, yeah. yeah. Um, but two more things here. Let's kind of take a deep dive into this. Like you mentioned, Hathaway suspended three games for the spit. Um, there was a game we were watching here Monday night, live watching. Shit broke out. We went crazy. Um, good Branson? Is, yeah, I think it was Cabranson. Yeah, uh, the ref's holding him apart. Hathaway's turning, looking at one ref, and he just gets absolutely suckered yeah. in the side of the head. Just gets jawed. So he turns around and hawks a fat one. So well, that right was, at him. He did Clear it. He did it after or before? I didn't. I don't. He gets suckered and then spits. Oh, okay. So Cabranson suckers. Hathaway turns around. What the fuck? And just 
Well, Sends one at him. Honestly, we can blame this on the refs because if they weren't there, he wouldn't have spit well, on Gabranski him. He would have just punched him. Was bitching saying it was the dirtiest thing he's ever done. It's like, all right, oh dude, my don't God. sucker him, you fuck. Dirtiest what are you thing. doing? Shut I mean, up. I mean, spitting is a little disrespectful. <clears throat> it is, but, but you know? well, you look at it in terms of three games, huh? Yeah, what? Marshawn got absolutely zero for the whole licking incident. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's that was that my ties big, into a lot of it. That was my big argument about the whole thing. I was like, Marshawn licked a guy's face and didn't get anything. multiple times. Like, didn't get anything. Yeah, multiple times. It was fucking I mean, granted, stupid. yeah, it was a fat spit. Hathaway owned up to it, said he fucked up, didn't appeal the suspension or anything. <laughs> the way he owned up to it was hilarious. He's, He's like, like, yeah, some spit came out of my mouth. Like, no, you it, hawked one at him. The yeah. slow motion video. It may have landed in, on him. <laughs> in 2019 professional sports where there's 100 cameras, you hawked one at him. I don't think he was, like, denying it or anything. I think he was I think he was playing. He's I think playing, he was trying to be funny. dumbing it down, I maybe. think he was trying to be funny. Like, I, don't I don't know. know. Um, so, yeah, uh, he served two of those. His last one will be um, Wednesday night versus Florida. Uh, and then we get him back. So, last thing we got here until we get into the Caps-Ducks recap to start off. AB is in the mud with Vegas Twitter again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit, I didn't <laughs> figured we'd bring that up. Oh, yeah. So back in the Stanley Cup final, you start talking shit on Vegas' Twitter. As always. When we blew them out. What, I, what did I say last year, last week? I said I love a good Twitter fight. Yeah, especially with and, Vegas Golden Knight fans. So back in the Stanley Cup final, backstory, AB gets into some shit with Vegas Golden Knights Twitter. It's got, like, hundreds of likes and retweets and stuff. It was something after blowing them out. You, like, teach your guys how to lose. I got it right here, yeah. So, uh, some pushing, some shoving, a couple of misconducts. Caps will not have two more skaters on the ice than we do. And I said, teach your guys how to lose, which isn't even that good of a chirp. No. It was, it was like, it's pretty bad chirp. <laughs> but it's just a Caps fan in our mentions while we're getting dummied. Yeah, and it got 88 likes and... Couple of retweets here. And Fast forward. A lot of responses. Oh, a lot of responses. Any good ones in there? Uh, this is back in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, this um, is a couple. Of years. We haven't gotten into last week's Twitter battle. Teach your team not to run up the score. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Stanley yeah, Cup final. I forgot finals. somebody said that. Teach your team not to run up the score. It's uh, it's the Stanley Cup. And that guy. That's where I got all my notifications from because that guy's. Uh, got roasted. Oh, yeah. That guy's mentions, he's got one retweet, 12 likes, and 33 replies. <laughs> he got roasted. Like, I can hear your tears through the tweet. <laughs> uh, get off our page, I know. Start. Oh, this this is a pretty bad one, too. This uh, this chick says, get off our page, I know. Start a I love Washington Russians Twitter account. Just saying. We do. Good one. <laughs> I love Washington Russians. <laughs> Ov best goal scorer ever. Uh, got me. Got him. Um, and then someone else said exactly. Show some clash. Bunch of dirtbags. So fast forward to last week. Um, Mark Andre Fleury makes that insane save. Uh, Vegas Twitter blows up again. Greatest save of all time. Ab. I just finds res- his way into the mentions. I mean, I and just respond with Holpe's great save, the save. Yeah, the gif of the save. And what were the mentions like on this one? Because there, again, were not a lot of happy Vegas Golden Knight fans with Hold you. Hold on, i got to find this. The, the kind of far back now. Yeah, the AB versus uh, Vegas Golden Knights rivalry on Twitter is good stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, like continues. I said, you put the gif of Holpe making the save. Flores was a great save. He was 10 feet in front of the crease and had to get back into the net. Just to make a wide open net glove hand save, awesome save. Yeah, I'll give him save. that. But I mean, come on, the save versus Mark Andre Fleury's save in November against an open net against the Leafs team that actually killed Babcock. All right, so I finally found it. <clears throat> um, 
So, yeah, I respond with that, Jeff. Someone says, stops a puck with a stick or jumps a foot back into the goal to stop a puck midair. Really, son? Why does it matter if he's making a save with a stick or his fucking glove? There's one on here that I love. I hope you read it. Um, it's a crazy one. The dude's like, there's no comparison. Hope he saved us all luck. Oh, yeah. I can't. Like, that's that's the one I was looking for. Some dude's like, yeah, help me save us all luck, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't even matter or make a difference. It's like, well, he won us game two of the Stanley Cup. That's that's what I responded with to him. And I was like, how about if uh, one was to win a Stanley Cup game and the other was uh, a game in November? Does that does that count for anything? In like and a three-goal like, differential of a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the best one. The dude's like, dude, they don't they don't even make the same sense. Like, Hopi's was pure luck. Goalies stick out their sticks all the time. Yeah, goalies put their glove hand out all the time and get beat high and short side. Yeah. Here far side. Huge difference by putting the paddle of your goal stick on the ice in hopes of getting lucky with a low shot as opposed to flying through the air like Superman to make an insane glove save. Sorry, but Flyer wins this one without even having to argue. There's no comparison. <laughs> so I respond with, what if one was to win a game in the Stanley Cup final and the other was in a game in November, and then that team went on to not lose another game and win <laughs> in the Stanley Cup? Does that account for anything? And he said, Fleury still did it better about desperation saves, but we're talking about the save itself. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. Okay, I, like, that guy got roasted too, didn't he? A little bit. Um, yeah, by me. Okay, still. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, there it is. AB, I think two for two in battles with Vegas Golden Knights. Um, that's a game we got to go to sometime. Tough, obviously, compared to like driving to New York or New Jersey or Philly, but yeah, Golden Golden Knights. I've uh, I've learned to hate them a lot. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them their, a lot. Their fan base. Mm-hmm. Sucks, we were out there dude. when they played um, Calgary. Yeah. Talking a lot of shit when yeah. we're out at the bachelor party. It's like, woo, caps in five. It was like, what? Yeah, what? they were like, Roll what? Tide. Fuck yeah, you. They didn't even know what like what that meant. Like, They're like, what do you mean? Yeah, we just kept yelling caps in five and like, I don't know what. What? Huh? Sure. Okay. Okay. Um. So there it is. News and notes for the caps. Let's start breaking down uh, three games since we last recorded. Speaking of, we record on Monday because we want to start getting into a bit of a rhythm. Record on Monday. Um. So they can come out every Tuesday, and the next thing you know, Brando's like, oh, I fell asleep early Monday night. Okay, cool. Um, Tuesday's like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Didn't do it. Wednesday morning, KP, what's up? Hey, restart that light. I just did. Oh, that's my man. So KP is joining the pod. Why don't you hop on in? We're breaking down the Caps-Ducks right now. We just got into our first game. KP, what's up, man? How are you? Good, man, good. Wait, turn your mic on. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Sorry, guys, technical difficulties. Good, good. Hey, KP is back. And, uh, hey, back. what's up, buddy? How was, uh, how was your day? How was your weekend? It was stupid. It was stupid. <laughs> your weekend was stupid? <laughs> uh, what did I do? I think I you went, went hunting, right? Yeah, I went duck hunting this weekend. Uh, didn't get to kill any ducks, so it wasn't that fun. Damn, Damn that sucks. Yep. Damn, well, we got all the it's reading out of the way for you. Cold now. Yeah, yeah it's fucking we did all the, got all the reading need, out of the uh, way. We need a heating sponsor if anybody's got a heating company we out there. We got this 1976... Heating unit behind you. Yeah, a little space heater. Um, I don't feel too bad right now. Fake fireplace. Yeah, fake fireplace. It doesn't get me at all. <clears throat> so I'm fucking freezing over here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got all the local hockey. We got all the reading out of the way. We got our awesome interview with Casey Thrust. Um, about a half an hour. Good stuff. Um, quickly, we just finished Caps news and notes. Any thoughts on a a b fighting with Vegas Twitter again or b the Hathaway suspension? I'll touch on the a b situation. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's, it's pretty good. I mean, every time uh, he, time. He, get, he gets a lot of chirps, I think, from the Vegas fans. I didn't know there's there's tons of Vegas fans on Twitter that I really Somehow. just come it's, out of nowhere. It's unreal, dude. Yeah. And I, I wonder who they rooted for for the past, like, 90 years of their lives. That's a whole. I did. They're I may, all, like, older people, I feel like. I may or may not have said that to one of them, that I knew that they didn't know a shit about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> They're diehards, though, out there. Diehards, man. Um, so let's get back into it. Caps Ducks were starting off with the recap here. Um, the game we were watching live, as we mentioned, we'll give you a little rundown on. Um, as I was talking shit about him when we came up to record, Richard Panic scores the first goal, his first goal of the season. He makes it a one game, one nothing lead. Second period, OV power play bomb. You know how the story goes. His fifteenth Caps lead to nothing. Assist by Carlson. Duh. Um, that's now a seven game point streak for Johnny Norris. Yeah, uh, Johnny Norris continuing to roll through the entire NHL, and yeah. there's not a defenseman even close. That's what he does. Um, what do we think about Ovi only being at 15 goals? I say only like it's not a lot, but no, he, it, he scored two or three goals in the last maybe handful. It, he hasn't been scoring a lot recently. Right, yeah, he goes on these streaks. So, Which I mean, means he's due for like five and right, three games. Yeah, but. The, exactly. Like at some point, like he, he goes through these little streaks, and then at some point he'll score like mm-hmm. seven goals in eight games. He's due for a couple hat tricks. Yeah, KP. he always has multi, multi-goal multi games, and yeah. that's where he gets climbing the numbers. I think usually after the All-Star break, he kind of gets rolling, so yeah, not um, worried about it. Right. Pizza's I mean, here. The only thing I'm worried about, I mean, fifty. He's, I think he's a little lower than fifty goals on the season for uh, pace. On average, on pace for. I don't. You think he's going to be able to keep up with Drysaddle? No, I don't even care if he wins the race. I just want right. him to get two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah, yeah. Get two fifty, or just at least get like forty three this year. Forty three, forty four. That keeps us yeah. in the hunt. But, kind of, I kind but of he needs those fifty goal seasons. When you look at his stats, he like, needs those fifty goal from seasons. The years, yeah. yeah, fifty goal seasons 50. for sure. Like right. if he's at forty seven, <clears throat> and there's like five games left, like the goal he plays is all game, yes. every game. <laughs> he gets twenty eight minutes a night. Anytime like we did two years ago. What was it? Two years ago, he finished with forty nine, and that last game of the season, he played the last seven minutes of the game. Yeah, Barry Trotz didn't take him off. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, it really pisses me off that he scored forty nine that year. Yeah. That and the year of the shortened season, the lockout year. Yeah. He had 32 goals in 48 games. He would 100% would have gotten 50 that year, too. Oh, yeah. would have gotten 60. Oh, yeah. um, Stevenson scores. As we were watching, this is when shit went down. Hathaway, Leipzig, start a brawl. Stevenson scores. Hathaway gets suckered by Gabranson, spits on him. We already covered all that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I but have a little bit of my booty milk we, out of my mouth. And- we didn't mention what started it. It was Leipzig kind of back check or forechecking and just fucking the dude up yeah, on the goal line. Yeah, fucked that guy. <laughs> I don't up, know what dude. it was. He monster hit by this guy who looks like he's five six. I mean, he's not a very big player, and he just lights he, that guy. I up. love Leipzig. Yeah, he's dude. by far my favorite pickup in the offseason yeah, so far. Yeah, he's 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 ferocious. By far my favorite. Yeah. Um, Rana Tucks, it's for rip. That's when we stopped recording. That's when we logged off. We called it the game, but. Ducks would score two more. Wilson, empty netter. Caps win 5-2. Holpe hits his 25,000th minute of game time as a cap. Second to only, obviously, only the goalie, goalie. Godzilla, Kolzik, uh, 41,260 minutes. Um, so, A.B., thoughts on Holpe recently, who I think has been 5-0 in his last five after this game? Yeah, he's he's on a heater. He's getting more and more money right now. It's just ka-ching, ka-ching, <clears throat> yeah. ka-ching. Damn, Daniel. Yeah, it kind of um, sucks. Kind of awesome. It's awesome to see for his last season with us, but also kind of sucks because it's going to be his last season with us. Yeah, for um, sure. And that's that's the more I think about it, the more it's going to be a huge difference maker in this team. Yes. 
which kind of sucks. Because he can single-handedly win games for us. One, that. Two, he does it consistently. Three, we're always in the top of the division. Like, when are we not in the top to- top of the division? Yeah, it's been a while. And I have a feeling like when Holpe goes, we're going to be clawing to get in. Yeah, we're going to be <laughs> grinding through 82 games. Like, yep. Pitts- like, Pittsburgh does it every year kind of a little bit, but then they pick it up towards the end of the season. Yeah. But still, like, grind. I don't like to have to grind through a season. We kind of breeze yeah. through these regular seasons. Yeah, he's winning us a lot of games. Well, giving us he's giving us a lot of good chances to win games right now, and that's yeah. why we're having a good record. But yeah. hopefully Sam Sonoff. The other good I mean, thing about that game. Four straight division titles. Talking about breezing through seasons. The other sick game about that, uh, sick thing about that game was uh, O.V. Vrana Wilson goals. Love it. So speaking of Vrana, Kyle, is there anybody better on this Caps team that gets us going out the jump every game? No, because most of the time his goal is he's doing some kind of breakaway speed thing or just some kind of quick shot, and he just gets pumped up with his sellies and just gets the team going, like a, like you're saying. Uh, we'll get to this later on because um, he didn't score the first goal of the game in this game, but uh, he did tuck one, as we mentioned. Vrana, all 10 of his goals have come at even strength, 11. tied with Austin Matthews. Yeah, we're in the Ducks game right now. Okay. So you're foreshadowing the future, assuming he scores in another game. Which he does. <clears throat> um, so he's tied with Austin Matthews for third most in the NHL and one behind Marshawn. And like we just mentioned, Holby with another win. Actually, I, I apologize. That's six straight for him. He turned away 32 of 34. So Caps beat the Ducks. Um, we start our episode series, our three-game episode series, that 1-0. Not a bad start. How That's, bad could things get from honestly, here? Honestly, we thought, yeah, and we thought the Ducks, like that we said, they were. the winnable. Right. Should, well, they all were, but. They were a heavy-hitting team. They came in a bunch of fights, and uh, then that rolls into the Rangers game a little bit, too. Yeah, Caps, Rags, Metro Division Brawl, and yikes, holy shit, the Caps got killed, KP. Yeah. It was a absolute throttling. Backstrom was out, apparently injured in that Ducks game. Um, yeah, kind of flew it. under the radar, had yeah. no idea until I was watching pregame for the Rangers. They are like, Backstrom's not playing? I was like... Why the fuck not? Shit. <laughs> Where's he at? Yeah. And he missed the bus. Um, not even sure what it is yet. It's the NHL, so they classified as upper body. So no backy, no hags, no Dow, no Hathaway. And it's Ovi in the Hershey Bears versus the Rangers. Kyle, what could possibly go wrong? Nothing really. I mean, I always like the Caps versus the Rangers. And uh, Ovi is who you really need against Hendrick Lundqvist. He always scores, I feel like. He does. And we hit four posts. In the game. We hit like seven. Yeah, there was a lot posts. of pipes in that game. So positive news before we break down this game itself. It was the quarter mark of the NHL season. And KP, tell me if this is good. The Caps at the quarter mark led the NHL and wins at 16, points at 36, goals four at 86, road wins at 10, road points at 21, and block shots at 351. Yeah, I mean – you don't really want to get much hotter than that, especially with the road wins. It's something you really want. We're usually a good home winning team uh, on average, so I would say having the road wins being up there is pretty good. That's kind of teetered since that cup run. Yeah. I mean, ever since we won every game in the cup, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, the year we won the cup on the road. Yeah. We've kind of become some road dogs. But, I mean, when's the last time Haglin played a game that I think about it? Your guy. It's been a while. It's been man. a long fucking time. It was on a little heater. last time we had, had a long, like, a full lineup. Right. Well, so, let's get. But at least injuries. it's not hurting us, you know. One that too. Let's get these injuries out of the way so they can heal up for the. Get them done now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rack score first goal of the game in the second period. It's the bread man Panarin. Nothing again till the third. Panarin again. Twenty three seconds later, Buchnevic scores, making it three zero, and that's about all she had written for that game. Kuzi would score on a breakaway, makes it three one. But at that point, I think there was what six minutes left in the game, and we're kind of too little, too late. I don't think it was a breakaway. I think it was on the power play. Are you sure? 
Yeah. I thought he... it was like a little mini breakaway and he snuck it on there. Oh, it was on the power play. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I just, it fucked me. Coming from that right side. Yeah. yeah and the Backstrom's the body sneaks spot. in. He had like 100 shots. See, that's why he's more um, lethal in that spot than Backstrom is because he can do shoot that. Yeah. And he'll talk. Yeah. Um, Kuzi scores. I mean, Backstrom can't too. He just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. He never, um, he always just uh, likes to give the look off like he's going to shoot and yeah. never does. Yeah. So three to one. But then Howden and the Rangers, they would bundle home and auto, give them a little quality assurance. Yeah. A little wish insurance. Um, Caps lose four to one. Wilson did beat the wheels off of Lemieux, however. Yeah. Did Anybody you see, see that, that fight? Did you see the after uh, photo? Yeah, the picture of yeah. him. Yeah. And then a game later, he's like spitting blood out on the bench and losing his teeth. And then two games later, he's getting fucking throttled against the boards again. Have you seen that guy's face like as of yeah. today? Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> pretty he's bad. He's a feisty little guy, though. He probably. Um, yeah, he likes he, it. In his head, I think he thought he could take on Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he he's, he's well, he plays that uh, Mac and Chuck role. For them, well, yeah, he's definitely. Just not does. Did you see good. Wilson right. like mouthing their team and word verbatim? He was like, "I'll put everybody on your team to sleep before I fight Lemieux." Yeah, and then he fought Lemieux yeah. and killed him. Um, like you mentioned, I a million mean, posts hit this game. Lemieux tried to jump him a little bit too. Yeah. There, don't Wilson, jump Tommy. And then Wilson still beat the <clears throat> wheels off. Him. Yeah. So Caps first regulation loss since October 10th. It's been a while. Carlson's point streak, two eight games. He's got one goal, twelve assists in that span. Um, last little note here. Kind of interesting. Uh, of the top 40 players that lead the league in hits, Tom Wilson is second in hits with 87 and second in points. Ovi is 15th in hits with 63 and first in points. So we have two bad boys banging the body around and On the first scoring line. points. Yep. Like Not some bad. motherfuckers. That's how it would de- that's what we do. That's what I say in the offseason. <clears throat> GMBM went out to get a bigger team. He got one. Bigger, faster, stronger, more physical. Yep. All that in a bag of marbles. So, but, um, any finishing thoughts on that Caps Racks game? Yeah, I've got a couple things. Um, they, well, one, it wasn't our game because we hit four pipes. If you hit four pipes, that's kind of a bad sign usually. <laughs> yeah, this is the hockey guy just kind yeah. of being like, well, and they're kind of like back to back, like they yeah, they all oh, they were they all within like out. a ten yeah. minute span, right. just yeah, like exactly. ting 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 ting. It's like fuck just went on Twitter. Me. Everyone's like pipes, pipes, pipes. But even when that was happening, what kind of pipe? Crack pipes? All pipes. Ooh. Okay, all right. Um, but even while that was happening, who we piping? I didn't think. Oh, I would like to pipe something. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> holy jumping! Uh, um, even while that was happening, though, like they were missing on every single pass. I don't know if you noticed that caps. Yes, especially on the stretch passing and the breakout passes. Yeah, but they, everything nothing was connecting. Literally, it didn't matter what type of pass it was; they weren't hitting it. They they just didn't have it that night at all. And I noticed that early in the period, like early in the game, I was like, they better get these passes going. I, I thought sooner or later they were going to bury a couple and it, they were just going to take them down because Lundqvist looks so out of place on all those pipe shots. I think yeah. John Carlson had one. He came way far out. And yep. Carlson just waited and had him beat. But there was there was like one or two passes, simple breakout passes from like from our best top line, and like it's you got Wilson wide open, uh, cutting up cutting up the ice. And they miss him, and it's like the easiest pass in the world. I'm like, they yeah. just—that was like one of the signs where I was Sloppy like, they, game. Don't, they don't have. I it. mean, I I wasn't as mad at the end of the game because like, all right, fuck it. I mean, you gotta lose once. And I tend to blame and that. And then that flipped quick when I saw Islanders get point in sixteen straight. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> We're like, only at like eleven. I like to blame it like on like say, oh yeah, they they have bad ice there. <clears throat> it wasn't their fault. Yeah, ice. <laughs> right, right. There was an event the night prior, yeah, a concert. There's definitely a concert. The there. Knicks played. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Fucking Knicks. Um, so anything else with the uh, Caps Rags, Metro Division? So our episode series is now at 1-1-0. Oh. 
Uh, rags don't scare me. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah the rest of the year. Tell him to suck a butt. Yeah. Him and Capo Caco. Um, lastly, Caps Canucks. Hockey fights cancer game in D.C. And holy shit, um, what a ceremony. Did you guys see it? I did not. It was I saw some it, pictures insane. From it. They um, had like the kids and the red carpet for the starting lineup. Well, all weekend they have the kids around the rink. They have the kid Brock, who was Oshie's partner, out of practice the day before, skating around with the team, doing some one-timers from Verona. All six get to hang on the bench for warm-ups. They announced the starting lineup, and that was kind of absolute chills because they announced each starting lineup or each player, and with each player had one of the cancer fighters, survivors, um, and they had the cool-ass video. Um, like, boom, on the Jumbotron. So they got to come out on the ice. Um, kind of awesome getting to watch that. Each cancer survivor um, going out there, getting a cool video. Um, the little guy, Owen, I think his name was, with Koozie. He's out there fucking banging a stick, swinging it around, and that was awesome. Bouncing it off the ice. Got a little scared because we can't really afford an injury. So if that guy, like, clips Koozie up high, it's like, oh, dude, our whole team's injured. We can't hurt Koozie. <laughs> um, but it just insane game, insane atmosphere. Uh, well done to the Caps. Incredible job, except for the fact um, that we had to play a hockey game because yeah. that did not go well. Yeah, we um, Ron, two minutes in, absolute piss missile, top yeah. shelf, <laughs> um, in and Eat out in the blink of an eye. Kind of from like the OB Caps spot. up one nothing early. Holy shit, that was a shot and a half. Yeah. I didn't know it went in. It was sick. Yeah. I did not know it, it came, went in. As soon as it went in, it came back out. Like it was... So fast. Uh. Um, side note, no Jay Beagle that game. Stanley Cup legend. Um, he actually, the the day prior, he missed the Canucks bus um, from the practice facility. Did you guys see this? Because um, he hung around the Caps practice rink and took a shit ton of pictures and signed autographs with fans. He got a box of OVOs from a fan. Uh, he's a goddamn legend. Yeah, I saw uh, some pictures missed of that. The, the fans bus. really love him, man. Oh, there's like, like they still love a hundred of them out there. Yeah. Just it's like crazy. Tan Beegs, welcome back, man. And he literally missed the team bus. Especially like, I'll like find a way back. little kids. Like I saw like 10-year-olds excited to see Beagle. Yeah. And we're like, bring him back, please. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, please. Fair um, playoff he, run. That'd be yeah. great. He also got a pick with Caps Puck, like A.B. mentioned in the scoreboard rundown. It's a little doggy dog world. Two goodest boys, Caps, ever. I'd yeah. Say. Yeah. Yeah. A Beagle time all the time. With Beagle the time Captain. all the time. Oh, my God. I love him. Checking Pedersen. it out here. We actually uh, beat the Canucks in face-off percentage. It's probably because Jay Beagle wasn't on the ice. Oh, probably true. Yeah, and they're second in the league in face-offs as yeah. a team. Uh, Pedersen scores in the first, and we get nothing for the rest of the game. So, seven-round shootout, and pretty fucking boring shootout. Yeah, it sucks. I'd rather have a ton of goals. <laughs> <laughs> it got to the seventh round before there was a single goal, and that one goal won the game. Yeah, I don't know. what. There's nothing to say about it. So. Yeah, Bo <laughs> yeah. Horvat, he downs the caps. Wild shootout. Um... So, we brought this up earlier. We're talking about Vrana. That was the sixth time that Vrana has opened the scoring for the Caps this season alone of his 11 goals. Yeah. Um, he starts He starts, He starts. starts it rolling. And every I, time. I, I fucking had the stat, but I lost it. It's something because he averages under like 15 minutes of ice time. And the goals and points he puts up is stupid for yeah, the amount of ice time. He probably has like the most per ice time. Yeah, it's insane because he's because Reardon's. I, I, that makes no sense to me because he's second line power play. He's second line. How's he averaging under fifteen? Uh, fucking uh, quick shifts, of, baby. Quick shifts. Second power. The second power play doesn't get out. That's there. true. That's true. Yeah, they and get he, like the last thirty like, seconds or fifteen. Like low key, should he be on the first power play line? I mean, I know uh, on the too, first. No, mm. there's too Almost, many. No, I, I understand no. that there's too many options, but dude. What what hand is he? Is he a righty? <clears throat> he's lefty. a lefty. And you already got Backstrom, Kuzi. Uh, I was gonna say, if he's a righty, may you could potentially switch him and Osh. No, hell no. Yeah, you could. He's Dude. gonna get dummied in that 
center spot in the slot right there. Yeah, Oshie if buries he plays, that puck. If he plays high slot, I bet you he could he could piss missile some. But yeah, Oshie no gets in there and takes shit like a balls. Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. But they're probably that's because Oshie like he's looking for that. He's yeah. trying to get in there. He, he Rana's wants gonna, the contact. Ronda's going to avoid he'll, he'll it. Slither, right. He'll slither around like a slithery. But speaking of Ronda, man, he really stepped up this year, kind of looking losing uh, Barakowski. He's really, I think, Oh no, he, Yeah, I think he's going to be a huge difference, difference maker come playoff time, especially with this whole stat about him scoring even strength. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He needs more power play time. I'm just saying. It's just tough. And I don't, think, I don't really understand how anyone could disagree. Yeah, it's just tough knowing. I mean, I know we, yeah, we, we have. have. I know. But, like, yeah. dude, they're not getting it. Like, well, I don't know their power play percentage right now, but, like, every time I'm watching the power play, they're not getting it done. Yeah, I mean, they were, uh, the I Canucks even... game we were just talking about, they were 0 for 3. Yeah. I mean, you got to get one one in there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to talk one. Um, so, two-game losing streak for the Caps. First two-game losing streak since game three and four of the season, which actually turned into a three-game losing streak until we turned it around because that was the – who was the game one lost to? But then we lost to Dallas and then got fucked by Nashville. Um, so two losses in a row, so you know what that means. We're going to have some good Unleash the Fury. So let's get into it. Here we go. All right, Unleash the Fury time following. These are combined comments um, from the Caps Rangers and Vancouver loss pulled from the brightest and smartest of Caps fans on social media. So let's get right into it, shall we? First one, why the hell did we start putting defensemen in the shootout and not even put Wilson in? He could have just hit the goalie in. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of a bad take. I mean, th- I mean, putting Wilson is yeah, but the reason for putting Wilson is I feel you know. like that person tweeted that for attention. They wanted likes Couple. on that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't be funny. Yeah, can't no. be funny. Little comedian you there. Failed. Yeah, but you made failed. the show. Definitely you failed. You made the show, but <laughs> he did make the show. Um, next one, panic fault. All his fault. He gave him a five on three. I agree, just because I don't like panic that much yet. Uh, I don't really remember the play, so I can't argue. Vancouver it, game. Um, well, I, know, I remember yeah, that, yeah. but I just don't remember the play. <clears> I, I mean. I'm sure it was Panic's fault. He's Next really one, bad. I reworded um, because there's a hard R word okay. in there. I figured we're a family-friendly podcast, so oh, sometimes you have to let the weird kid with no friends win every now and then. Oh, that's fucked up. That's <laughs> yeah. Mad, that's mad <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. I will put a reword in, but, I mean, that, that was in, 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 in reference to the Rangers game. Um, next one we got here is game after game, same problems, too many unused opportunities, and our goalies are never good enough. Um, you don't think Holpe was good enough in that 2-1 to one shootout? Uh, we stopped. He only stopped 6 of 7. <laughs> Well, what about the rest yeah, of the game? Yeah, anytime your goalie's giving you a, cha- a one-goal game. <laughs> he only stopped 6-7, of seven and he let up a goal that game. God, can't be so. letting up goals, Holby. Um, yeah. All right. What the fuck? Defenseman in a shootout? Rear you idiot. Did you forget about Leipzig, Boyd, and Scarbosa? What the fuck? No. Yeah, let's let's play some fourth line grinders above like John Carlson, who has like an eight goals this and year. And Dmitry Orlov, who's just got silky mitts as a defenseman anyway. But yeah, let's put the guy Scarbosa in from Hershey. Yeah, the AHL player. I mean, he actually 
Oh, take that back. Did you is, see he the, is he the guy that did that yeah, sick dude. move, though? Yeah, <laughs> and he drove the net, almost scored in that Rangers game. Yeah, no. That no, was... but we're talking about the Hershey game where it was, oh, it was yeah, like he did yeah, a yeah, shootout yeah. goal, and he, like, it was I don't filthy. know what the, what the hell he did. It was he sick, had like, he had like, remember it. He had, like, four dangles in it. I think uh, the NHL actually us. posted it on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, talking. So, fuck us for that, then. It was nasty. Went hockey viral. Scarbozo. But, like, the other Boyd? No, don't put Boyd in there. No. But, dude, that... Can we go back to real quick to that Rangers game? That uh, what's his name? Melon something? Melanie Melvin? Sure. Mel- oh, Melikinland. Mel- Mel- <laughs> you know what he's I'm the one about. who had that sick move in the first and almost got us on the board. Yeah, quick. it was his first yeah. NHL game. The defenseman went went, went no, far, went fast and no. wide. No, he went down the left side and cruised in and almost got a tuck. Dude, he's fast as fuck. And he was he played really really I good mean, that game. Yeah, it sucks seeing all these guys in the Caps line up the past couple games, but. Kind of makes you excited for the talent we got in the system. Yeah, he was good as fuck. In a I way. Was, I was hyped on him. Um, Next right. one. So this is verbatim. Yeah, yeah. Goodness. I ain't focused of to the game tonight. My mind was on the coming weekend. Some storms coming. Caps like that, win or lose. Boy, that was too long. <laughs> go again. Go again. <clears throat> this was a very elderly woman's profile picture. Okay, nice. Um, Yeah, yeah. Goodness. I ain't focused of... To the game tonight, my mind was on the coming weekend. Some storms coming in. Caps like that, win or lose. Storm season, baby. Yeah, storm season. <laughs> storm season, baby. <clears throat> we had some rain, so she yeah. was right. Should have listened. Damn. Uh, last two. Uh, I blame that dad coming home to his son for our loss. That's uh, fucked up. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I mean... I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't blame Maybe it on that. He tweeted it right away. He's like, we just lost this yeah. game. <laughs> Because I was like, fuck, this is great, but fuck. I literally, oh. literally, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, man, I might lie bet the Rangers all of my bank account. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah, that was an awesome scene, but tough for the Caps. Last oh, one it was here. a great scene. I yeah. almost cried. Yeah, last one here. Too much passing on the power play. Stop pucking around and get Eller the hell off that power play. He stinks. Was he on power play one? Yes, he played the back. See, spot. there you go. You guys were talking shit. We should put Verona there. I, I agree. I agree. Um, so there it is, Unleash the Fury. Last thing here in terms of the caps. Let's do our cap stars of the week. Um, I'll go ahead and start, unless you want to start, A.B. Kyle, do you have a cap of the week? Would you like to start? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Holpe. I, God I, I damn think, it. Uh, he's, he's been pretty hot. I mean, how can you not take him? And just like Bill was saying, how, how good he played in uh, that Vancouver game, you're giving the guys a uh, one-goal game to try to win it, and then in the shootout, I mean, you're going seven rounds. Not bad. I'm going to go Vrana. One goal in that Ducks game and the Canucks game. So, yeah, not too much in terms of great Capitals play uh, last week. Uh, I'm out. Maybe. <laughs> um, I'll go... I go Leipzig for starting that fight. That, that was guy's sick. awesome. That guy's awesome. Yeah, sick, he is man. sick. Um, I was about to go Hathaway for the spit. I liked it. So I mentioned that's the last <laughs> of the crazy. caps. T- that's the last of the caps talk. But I lied. So the caps in our episode series, I guess you could say, one, one, and one. Not great, but we got another three games coming up. So let's preview these next three. Um, Florida. First Florida tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, Florida 12 7 and 5. No backstream. He's already been officially ruled out for that game. First game, Brett Connolly's back. Yeah, they're second. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Sick tribute video. Yeah. It's got to be sick. The, uh, Tammy and Scott are going. Ah, sick tribute video. I can't he's wait. He's been scoring for them, too. He's been he has putting been up on some that numbers. Did you see his fucking snipe he's against got like 10 Philly? Or goals for them. He ripped one on yeah. Philly. Um, they're second in the Atlantic. They are on a two game losing streak, however. Caps won the last one, 5 4 in OT. Cooper Doe leading the way for them, 
10 and 20 for 30 points. Kano, like we just mentioned, 11. Second in the Atlantic? Yes, they are. Holy shit. Uh, Kano has 11 and 7 for 18 points. So, Florida, any thoughts on them? Well, they're second in the Atlantic, so they're pretty fucking good. Yeah, pretty good. So it'd be a tough matchup. Uh, who was hyped on them this year? Me. I mean, definitely don't want to see Kano score. So uh, let's try to let that not happen. If we're up like 5 nothing, I would give him a hat trick. No, still no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why um, not? Definitely not. Hopefully we light up Bob. Who is Bob? Is he playing? Is he I playing? would imagine. Probably, but he's been having an awful season. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Is it awful or bad? Days. It's bad. Or awful. It's awfully bad. Oh, my God. Dude, um, like, they win games like 6-5, 5-4, just like the Cavs were earlier. Yeah. Like, they had a... um, huh. They were down 4 nothing to the Bruins last week and came back 1-5-4. Oh four nothing with 10 minutes left in the third. Any oh teams God. that can come back, that's, a, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back. Saturday home, Sunday on the road. Saturday... The less than impressive Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they're eleven seven and two. They're three points out of the top three in the Atlantic. But they're picking it up. That's what happens when you have Kevin Shattenkirk. You suck. Um, first game versus Cash this year. Kevin Shattenkirk will ruin your franchise. Stammer and Kucherov leading the way. They both exactly sit at seven thirteen and twenty. But that's not great. That's not great. Especially seven for them. goals each. Yeah. Considering Cucci had uh, an MVP year, 128 <laughs> points last year, he right? He's 20 and 23 and 50 games. goal, 50. So goal? what's going on down no. in Tampa? Um, Trouble in little literal paradise, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Uh, huh? Who the fuck? Knows? I mean, they got Hedman back, and ever since they got him back, he's they've been rolling. So I think there's could to be scary because like Tampa. They, yeah, they they're top. Th- they're the top of the division. Like past couple years, this year maybe they have a rough start. They go Eat through, up like St. Louis. They go through fun. adversity, dude. If you find some adversity and you get you fight through it, you make it to the playoffs. Anything can fucking happen. They do have. They Pat get Maroon. third. They get third in the division. Florida gets second. They play each other in the battle of the elderly folk retirement homes, yeah, and then, it's just fucking jumping. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I I would not be shocked if. I mean, you might let's look at the future odds there for Tampa on a cup. Ooh. Let's look at the future odds for the Caps on the second leg of the back to back against the absolute worst team in the league, the Detroit Red Wings. They are seven, sixteen, and three. Today's worst suck. team in the East. Worst team in the league. Does Mike Green still play there? Yeah, he just had a kid. But he's like hurt. Another kid. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's awesome. Playing, yeah, he? he's he's uh, I'd bring him back. I would too. I would love well, to bring remember him back. We, were tr- we were trying to do that last, <laughs> last year. Yeah, we were just, trying to oh, bring yeah. Mike Green back. Get Mike Green a cup. Oh, yeah. Um they'll be coming off a of back to back as well the night before the they're in Philly, um, so hopefully Philly beats the wheels off them a little bit. Not that it matters. They're on a six-game losing streak as of today, Monday or Tuesday. Sorry, uh, they'll play Toronto and Philly before us. They're two goalies: Jimmy Howard, 3.74 goals against average; Bernier, 3.30. Both of them suck. Caps should cruise. I mean, yeah, but that's when that's when you get caught sleeping, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Definitely want a back-to-back. That's yeah. that's that's. We digressed back to earlier in the episode. Is that the OV hat trick game? I hope so. That'd be mm. sweet. But usually his hat tricks come against like the Rangers or like the fucking Tampa. Canadians. Hopefully it's gonna be Tampa, Wednesday maybe. night against Florida because it's against Bob and he used to light up uh, Columbus back in the day. So oh, true, true. Yeah. So let's let's talk about these three games. Um, our episode series. Golly. Um. Actually, you're right. He does light up Tampa a lot. Yeah, oh yeah, he does. He scores a lot of goals on Tampa. Yeah. Milestone. He's a milestone goal scorer against Tampa. Yeah. Especially in 2018 in the playoffs. Uh, Ooh, hey, how are you? So, um, let's 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 classify these games. We have Florida at home. We have Tampa Bay at home, and then Detroit at home. What games are the most interesting? Which games are the most important? Um, and which teams are we going to beat the wheels off of? <laughs> how many points are we going to be happy with? Four. Yeah, I got to have four. 
Okay. I think, think Florida is definitely the most important. Yeah. Obviously, them being the best team out of these three. I would like all six. Um, honestly. Then you definitely want to beat Tampa. I guess the least like I would take I would take a loss to Detroit over the other two. An OT loss because they're not good enough to beat us. True, no, true. we're not going to lose to those fucks. <clears throat> Mike yeah, Green, take a seat, you stupid ass. You're just stealth energy stick, or come to the Caps. Um, um, I think regard. I think we. I like having Detroit on the second leg of that back to back because we can fucking go all out. Obviously. I'm yeah. not gonna say we're gonna cruise through a Detroit team, but we're going to cruise through that game. We should just kind of yeah, give Hopey a break. Playing like simple, the... playing playing simple, playing solid, and just getting a commanding like four one win. I mean Florida. Florida always plays us tough. We said that last time a couple weeks ago yeah, when we played them. Good team. They're starting to figure their shit out. Yep. Um, so, I think that'll be. I think that'll be one of the tough. Honestly, both those games are tough. Florida, Tampa. Yeah. And then Detroit on a back to uh, any. Yeah, you any, really can't sleep on Tampa. I like to beat Tampa. To I like beating Tampa. Those are kind of statement wins. Yeah, but is it this year? Is it right uh, now? We need to get they're, back on they're the... still a good team, though. You know, they're, 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 they're good. Gonna, team they should come around sometime. They are coming around. I keep saying that. They're coming around right now. They'll be coming around to DC when they come. Yeah, sure. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, so that'll do it for all Capitals talk. Um, so let's end this episode. Um, not anytime soon, but we got some maybe segments to get to, and then I guess we can talk a little shop here. Uh, so maybe go ahead and do your thing. All right. <clears throat> we are going to start off with the three stars. So, third star of the week. Ovechkin. Brock Nelson. Damn it. Four tucks, one apple, five points in three games this week. He had two overtime winners to keep their point streak alive. They are at a 17-game point streak. They are 16-0-1 in that. No, wait. 15-0-2. I may have lied. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're... 15-0-2. That's ridiculous. And they, it's, they're on the... 18th game tonight, so let's see how they're going to do tonight. Um, when do we when do we play them? I want to fucking beat them. January 18th. That's the first time we play them? I don't know. Or the next time we play them? I just want to fucking straight up whop them. Be like, shut up, Islanders fans. Yeah. Except we love you, E. I do love drops, e is, too. E is, well, E is cool. He's all, no, he sucks. Not, I mean, he got the bang Sloan. I mean, the he literally The one episode, he literally put it in her ass. Yeah, but... Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, that's, he's awesome, but he's, like, he's, he was kind of a bitch about it. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. So He was a bitch throughout the entire, se- uh, throughout the entire show. She's still great, though. She is great. He had some hot... Remember that blonde chick? Yeah, it didn't make sense. Was that in the movie or later in the show? No, that, that was, was in the sh- movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ooh, hey, how are you? Yeah, she wasn't yeah, worried. All right, let's not get too off track here. Sorry, sorry, Onward. Sorry. Uh, second star of the week, and he's made the top three stars two weeks in a row now, Connor McJesus. <clears throat> he's on a tear He shouldn't right be allowed to. I know, it. it's, it's it's really unfair. Yeah, any of his highlights are like a video game. They should do four stars of the week and just slot him into <laughs> one of them. <laughs> like, honestly, they could do that. He got four goals, three assists, seven points in four games. He had his eighth three-point night this season. He's already had eight games with three points. Okay. We're not even half. Yep. We're not even, a, or we just got a quarter of the way through. Yep. Um, He's on an 11-game point streak. He's got 18 goals, 29 assists, 47 points in 26 games. Yeah, he's on he's on a tear right now. And the number one star, honestly, you probably could have guessed this one too. Brad Marchand, the rat of the NHL. Who'd he uh, lick? Three goals, four assists, seven points in three games. 
16 goals, 23 assists, 39 points in 23 games. So those top four guys are just still rolling through the NHL with Drysaddle, McDavid, Marshawn, and Pasta. Then Carlson the fifth, though. And then Carlson's Don't forget right it. there, buddy. Um, so those are your three stars of the weeks in the NHL. Uh, injuries slash suspensions. Well, we already know one. Garnett Hathaway. <sighs> yeah. Nice Spitting that milk out. Yep. Three games sussy there. Uh, Bortuzzo. Did you guys see that one? Yeah. yeah, I did. I didn't like that. Yeah. You didn't like the suspension take, or his play? His play. Yeah, I, a lot of, I, I think I saw R.A. from Spitting Chicklets to say that... Uh, it was weak. It was kind of weak weak call or weak suspension. Which well, they only I, gave I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, that was kind of <laughs> malicious. I thought the first hit was malicious. Maybe you kind of give him away that. The second one, definitely. No need yeah. for it. Fucking Arbison, I think this who was, Arbison, yeah, he was Arbison. doing nothing at all. Uh, Bertuzzo had already looked at the ref. He already knew he was getting a penalty. At that point, be a captain, man. Just fucking skate away. Try to get the puck. Get the penalty over with. I mean, shoving him again. They had no, nothing. Did, it wasn't he a went, hockey play. I mean, yeah, that was he, like worse than most shit that Tom Wilson does. Yeah. yeah. And he got yeah. two games. And he he clearly aimed for the spot in your back. Yeah. That did you see his have, back? And like, yeah. Oh, terrible. Like, fuck him. Like that's the area in the back where like you don't have any padding. You know. And he one hundred percent. Got you no Bertuzzo. Oh, that, that's a bruise and a half. Aimed for it. Well, yeah. So uh, that leads into this. Uh, injury for Arvidsson. He's out four to six weeks. Now. Yeah, he's out a long time because of that injury. So f- he got four games for that. He could. Did he, he get four? Why did I say two? Yeah, he got four games. Oh, low. Um, Golly. He, honestly, like if he stayed away from it, he would have only gotten two minutes. Now he's got four games. So I mean, yeah. that's just a dumb play. I thought it was a bad take by RA to say that was weak. I thought he definitely should have got. I thought the four games was well deserved. Yeah, I mean, if he would have ran into the goalie a little more, maybe. Like, yeah, but he didn't even hit the goalie that bad, any. and he was yeah. like trying to just get up. And did you see Bennington? Yeah, gave Bennington. him a little, gave him a little swack or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Bennington again. tried to hit him too. I was like, dude, now you're just being a dickhead. Like, yeah, he, Arson literally hmm. didn't do anything there. Right. Um, Where were the Nashville players to defend him? You know, true, Fuck. true. Fuck. True, 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 true. Not true, a playoff true. team. Backstrom still hurt, obviously, but um, yeah. Um, okay. onward. Uh, Kerfoot from the Toronto Maple Leafs, two games sussy for he had a bad boarding hit on uh, Eric Johnson. I don't know if you saw that. Um, uh, I did. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. he's uh, Eric Johnson going into the uh, behind the behind the net, going in for the puck, and Kerfoot definitely didn't. He didn't mean to do it. It's just one of those plays where he gives him a little like a little cross check in the back, like the upper back, where like kind of that kind of happens almost like every play when you're going into the boards. Yeah. Just a little too hard. Uh-huh. It was a weird fall. He fell into the boards, like, kind of head first, so it looked real bad. But you could tell Kerfoot, like, immediately, like, went, stopped the play, went down to try to see if he was okay. Uh, two games I thought was – I mean, it, he he probably deserved two games for that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, those are the uh, suspensions. Uh, Bergeron, he's uh, going to miss a couple games too. So um, big loss for Boston. But while I have it pulled up, games. are you talking about these new Boston jerseys? Oh, uh, I did not bring that up, but okay, we can. Okay, cool. Um, they're pretty sick. Yeah, they're. I like them. Awesome. A lot of people hate them. I love. Like, them. who designed these? A fucking four-year-old? It's like, dude, these are simple. They're clean. Yep. And they're tight. They're great. People classics. expect too much shit out of hockey jerseys, and then when a hockey jersey for one of these games does come with a lot of crap on it, there are people like, oh, there's so much shit on here. Yeah, I like, like those new Boston jerseys are sick. Yeah, I yeah, think, I they're, think awesome. they're sick too. Usually, I a lot of new jerseys have way Louis too Bruins. many stripes, stuff like that on yeah. it. And this is just nice, plain, simple. The black is clean. You can't get any cleaner than black. That would have been a cool. And the B doesn't have like the. It's not the circle with all the stripes. No, the right, and it's actually a little bigger B than yeah. than what's usual. Would have been so a very cool, cool buoy jersey. Yeah, 
And it's it's more of a yellow than it is a gold now. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's, it's a lighter. Yes, it's a lighter color. Um, but yeah, that's Ooh, onward. That's all I had for injuries and suspensions. Uh, hot or not teams. Oh. Um, Islanders again, 17 game point streak, not bad. Joe going for 18th in a row tonight. Against. Uh, that's a great question. Hold on. Some weird team. Yeah, um, probably some loser team. Continue. I'll I'll look it up. Uh, Dow Stars are on a six-game win streak, and they are on an 11-game point streak themselves. So yeah, they, they're finally heating up. Yeah, they're they clicking. Their my team, up. your team, my dream team. Um, so yeah, those are the uh, two hottest teams in the NHL right now. No one else is really on that much of a streak. Um, I mean, they're playing the Ducks. Detroit. Bleh. Detroit lost. Uh, is lost four in a row. But I mean, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I said that like last week too. They stink. They, yeah. So they like lose four, win one, lose four, win one all year. Yep. Hey. It's not looking good there. Here's um, what it is. Other random news and notes. Babcock is out. Oh, yeah, that stupid asshole. Yeah, uh, I kind of mentioned it last week. I, I I asked you guys the question, should he get fired? It was That was pretty quick on the trigger. Yeah, I was de- when I saw it, I was surprised. After yeah. the Vegas game, I didn't, yeah. I didn't think it was going to um, happen that quick. And then that shit came out about him and Matthews, yep. which uh, was nuts. Marner. Marner. Yes, did you're you, right. Did you read this, Kyle? Yeah, uh, you're talking about the list that he yeah. wasn't on and the list. And then he read it to the team. I have yeah. it. I have it pulled up right now. I'll, I'll read what it was said. One tale was related to us in the past few days that is said to have occurred in 1617 tw- uh, season during the annual Father's trip. Babcock was alleged to have asked one of the least rookies. To he list- did it on the Father's trip. Yeah. Oh, I didn't fucking see that. What a maniac! <laughs> <laughs> what? Um. He was alleged to have asked one of the least rookies to list the players on the team from the hardest working to those who, in the eyes of the rookie, didn't have a strong work ethic. The rookie did so, not wanting to upset his coach, but was taken aback when Babcock told the players who had been listed at the bottom. Like, this guy's a fucking psycho. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of in the words of Mike Commodore, that guy is a psycho. Yeah. Like, Mike Commodore hates that guy, and it thinks reasons like this. Like, uh, that's there's no reason he should be doing that. Dude, that's that not going to build any quality team. Literally stirring the pot in right. your own locker room. Yeah. You're not going to make players play harder. They're not going to play for each other. You're going to start more problems. So I don't really see what uh he was looking yeah. what kind of outcome he was looking for in that yeah i don't know uh by the way i didn't say that in the reading but yes that player that he did that to was mitch marner mitch marner actually came out and said like they asked him about it the other day he said um that all the players are they were super cool about it um like they they knew that it wasn't like his decision or anything like that like they, they knew babcock like asked him about it so like they were he said he was lucky to have like the group that was there and they just brush it off, but yeah, because think about how bad that situation could have gone in yeah. fast. And I mean, he could have been a fire sale in uh, Toronto. Like he's still trying to earn a, a spot Guys on the team. I mean, obviously, get out of obviously, there. Mitch Marner third round, uh, third pick overall in his draft. Like he's definitely not even established yet. Yeah, he didn't he's come out until I think his sophomore season. Yeah, in his mind, he's still trying to make the team. So and right. to ask a player like to do that, I don't know, it's psycho move. Um, psycho that, move, psycho coach. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but. Now that this has all come out, does he get another job somewhere? Oh yeah, he 100 percent does. Oh, yeah, sucks. But where? Uh, I could see like the Wild, honestly. Uh, yeah. Uh, Boudreaux gone. 
Yeah, I could. Hey, I mean, that's my. That's don't what talk I about hogging dolls, Bruce, like that. That's what I would. That would have to happen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised that like a college team I'm trying to go after there. Babs. Bab- you know, Babcock, see, Bab- throwing him some stupid money. Yeah, but he's look. He's <sighs> too. Can't pay that like that. Like though. The, it's about him. He's you know he's too. Yeah. He has too big of an ego. ego. Go yeah. coach some fucking Canadian junior team. But now that the Leafs have gone through this, we were talking about this earlier with Tampa going through adversity. Do they turn the season around and go on and win a fucking cup? No, because they won't be the Caps. But well, they'll that. turn it around and have a great season because they came back and th- whooped Arizona the game yeah, after. Yeah, I do. They love this Sheldon Keefe guy. I mean, I know every single team kind of does the, this. Did you see the little video of John Tavares after the first the first win he had? He oh, and they were said, like, Let, Let, yeah. let's get it fucking yeah, rolling. Like, let's yeah. start just, fucking rolling. I, that's JT Cuss like that. He was going off. Dude. and uh, I t- That's what I'm saying, man. I think this team rallies, dude. And they definitely have it. They have good. the defense. They went out this offseason, got uh, Tyson Berry. And yeah. Like I, I don't they have know, the man. weapons, so maybe if this uh, AHL coach can get it done. Yeah, I mean, I know every single team says this too. Stud in the AHL. when they when they hire a new coach, um, they're always like, "Yeah, we love this coach. We all like we've always wanted him to be like good for them for promoting the within as well." Yeah, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I love when Caps are. I love when teams do that, except when the Caps do it. Yeah, we well, the Caps are saying the Caps said the same thing about Todd mm-hmm. Reardon. They all loved him. They loved his systems that he played and stuff like that. So I know it's just kind of gassing your guy up at the time. Yeah, but we'll see. But yeah, I think Toronto really rallies around this. I think they're gonna fucking steamroll. Well, the, yeah. yeah, and they're a young team. Other than the superstars, they probably didn't play with that coach in the AHL. Yeah. But most of them came up through his system already, yeah. which kind of helps him out big and time. And the other so. thing is, like they they said, they keep saying like this guy. Just lets them play. Like it's not under a strict system. Like right. Babcock. Yeah. Babcock fit this system or fuck off. Right. Babcock's kind of the type of play. He's he's a simple game type of guy. Get the puck deep, forecheck hard. That team's not that type of team. Ton of creative guys. On yeah. Team. They it's, free will. Yeah. It's exactly skate with the puck, control the puck, possess it. Um, if you don't have anything forward, take it back to your defenseman, regroup. Uh, that's that's the type of hockey that they're gonna be good at. And they cannot honestly turn up ice in a split second. They're probably the f- one of the fastest teams in the NHL. One of the most skilled. Damn right. I mean, except yeah. for the Caps, they are, they kind of scare me now that Babcock's out. Yeah, they do. Because <clears throat> you don't have him, they're ruining it. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Um. But yeah, that's all I have for the NHL. Um. So bi- it's a big week. Big week, I thought, with the Babcock firing. All right, there I it think. is. Um. Yeah, big week. You got anything else for us? No, we that's, good to go? that's all I got. That's all I got for the NHL. Cool. So that um, wraps up our hockey talk. Actually, KP, you missed the intro, but we got to talking a little bit about the Spit and Chicklets Pond Hockey Tournament. Yeah, I did see that uh, through text with well, you guys. Well, it looked looked pretty badass. Waiting to see if it costs an arm and a leg. If it's reasonable. Very well could. <clears throat> February, New Hampshire, not a bad ride for the boys. 4-on-4-8 man roster we could definitely get a sick chirping squad and go up there and whoop some butt yeah that might help having an eight-man roster cost getting down but uh would definitely be cool get some video content for the listeners out there to check out yo low-key might might just copy you i might not even play just go up and coach you guys <laughs> you and pft oh yeah it would be sick <laughs> get some, uh, get some george mason guys roll up with us you know <laughs> oh yeah we get some of them granted they'll be gearing up for that try to get uh oh, producer, <laughs> can we get producer brando on the skates Ooh, i'm trying to <laughs> win no dude uh-huh. he ain't even coming did you see me you don't uh, come here you think he's gonna go to new hampshire boom, roasted you see me roast him oh my bad you see me roast him on twitter the other day 
Yes, I did actually. That was, that was, that was kind of funny. He's I, like, uh, "Do you guys want me to um, post content from the Instagram because I'm going to be at the Caps game?" Or his buddy tweeted out, "She's like a producer, Brendo, producing content at the Caps game day." I was like, "Yeah, he'll record it today and post it on Monday." Two days later, Ooh, boom, burn. roasted. Boom, but roasted. yo, about roasted. that tournament, um, I was just like watching the. They posted that video, kind of looked like the, the goal uh, barstool. They posted a video about it, and it kind of looked the the nets they were using for pond hockey. Oh, they're, they're tiny, the, the, they're tiny the passing ones. ones. But they're like, there's two goals. There's like two openings you can shoot in. Yeah, it's kind of different. Yeah. Like, I guess we'd have we'd have to learn the rules of pond hockey. It's a lot different. And you I don't think have a, goalie, a lot of people wear like more strategy probably roller pants. Oh, they probably just sweat wear snow pants. pants yeah, dude. or like snow pants like and sweatpants. Yeah, because it's nothing. Because the puck stays on the ice. Or like when it's, you're coaching, you know, there's a little swishy pants you wear. And, it's all passing and oh, it yeah. doesn't go more than two feet. You're not Might ripping have a little slap shots though. Sauce. No, no, <laughs> probably, no slap shots allowed. I think everybody. Sure I think in, from what I've seen in pond hockey, you just kind of wear the padding underneath. Definitely um, more finesse. A jersey in legit pond hockey, you wear helmet, gloves, a, a hoodie, your jerseys. Oh yeah. And unless you're some or kind of... just having a good time, drinking some beers with the boys, <clears throat> fucking yeah. around. Oh, I mean, if we go, I'm planning on getting wasted. I haven't. I have not. Ch- on Chicklets, they they were like, so, uh, or Whitney goes, I'm only going if I can literally skate, a- skate into yeah, the bar. Yeah, he's like, yeah. And they were like, yeah, I think we actually can. And I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. That, that would, would be, be sick. That uh, would be awesome. We'll play we'll Team Barstool go. for a contract. <laughs> yeah. We just got a load of team up. I was going to say, well, we're not going to win, but yeah. <laughs> we got a load of team. Um, Kyle, how far are you into the rewatch of The Simpsons? <laughs> uh, actually, I've just been watching different shit. I just watch it every once in a while. So, uh, you, got the, you got Disney Plus and two. Plus, didn't you? Yeah, I have that. Cool. It's cool. not bad. I know you're not a Star Wars guy, so you don't want you don't uh, watch the Mandalorian. I'm not a Star Wars guy. No. I finished Succession. That was real tight. Yeah, dude, that show is really fucking tight. That show, yeah, I need a man. new good show now that uh, we've I given, just watched Succession. We've you like it was eight. awesome. I just watched uh, Peaky Blinders. We talked yeah, about that last Succession. episode. Succession. It's only two uh, two seasons right now. I'll wait till it gets like no, five, so I can binge them all. Succession might be a little too confusing for him. Nah, mm-hmm. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like all kinds of crazy shit like y'all like, like the Star Wars and. Well, Succession that. ain't that. It's like. What's that about? about New York. It's about these Media billion, companies. yeah, billionaire family that is trying to. I don't want to watch them nerds. Yeah. All right. Um, we got anything we want to talk a little shit about? Or uh, beat at... the shit out of you in fantasy football this week. Who me? Yeah, you boy. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Hey. that one, you got lucky. I got that win, and I you got slide, in the playoffs. You sliding in? You slid in the playoffs yeah, with nice. that win. Nice, dude. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. fantasy league sucks fucking balls. I'm in the offs too, buddy. Whatever. Yeah, most fantasy Everybody leagues loses. suck when you have a Flyers guy uh, running yeah, the whole thing. Fucking Philly guys are the commissioners. It's f- bullshit. So who are you gonna play? You're probably gonna play like Feeney or something. I like first, the fourth right? most yeah, points. Him. Yeah, you're playing Feeney. I'm play- I think yeah. I'm playing Krep. Wait, was Matt this Krep. week the last week? Yeah, yeah this is it. Oh no. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Oh damn! That's why I told I told you last week. I was like, it's kind of a huge week. It's like oh, I'm paid attention. I was like, well, you gotta pay attention because Could I've like, even made. If I lost. I would have been out because Alex won too. Yeah. I wouldn't. So I wouldn't have made it regardless. I have more p- points for. I wouldn't have made it regardless. This is FNBS. Oh, um, let's yeah, but break. there's still some money to be won yeah, for you. You couldn't if you win the losers bracket, you get some money. I've won four weeks this year. I've won highest scoring loser. So you're four already so weeks. you're gonna get your money back probably. I've already got like eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ooh, speaking of fantasy. The DMV Prospects Fantasy Hockey League that we have a team in. How are we doing? We're five, two, and one. Nice. Uh, yeah, um, let's Yo, see here. I'm in a fantasy hockey league. I'm zero and seven. <laughs> we're, <laughs> Trade your whole we're team. We're third in the East. 
Um, DMV prospect Scott, he's seven and one at first. Uh, Evan Dono uh, from Team Maryland is six and two, and then it's us at five, two and one. Yeah, we're sick. Um, yeah, we just won this week. Oh shit, hold on. Wow, we won last week, one hundred thirteen to seventy six. We won the week before, 114-84, two-game winning streak, blah, blah, blah. Okay, nobody gives a fuck. Um, okay, cool. So that'll do it. We are at two hours. I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. God damn. The um, Ravens are up 28-6. to six. What are we doing Wednesday night? They're a powerhouse. Um, Wednesday night, I'm actually playing in a charity roller hockey tournament that if you guys wanted oh, to get in. Oh, uh, Billy Jenkins hit me up about that. Yep, it's in Randertown. It's going to be for uh, it's the Shop a Cop event. So they're doing a little charity event down in Leonardtown for that roller Billy hockey. Billy Jenkins hit you up? Yeah, he started DMing me on Instagram talking about Formula One. It was oh like, you want to play a charity roller hockey tournament? Yeah, like, we we always, like, get into it with his team, uh, playing roller hockey over the summer. He plays on Laurel? some team. Yeah, and yeah. Laurel. He plays on some team, and then he's... Beat him. Yeah, we beat him, like, every single time. He Won gets, the like, shit. pissed off and, like, just takes all these fucking slashing penalties. He thinks he's, like, the best player out there. Well, yeah. I will be doing yeah. a charity event, in which case I'll be guzzling alcohol on Wednesday night, uh, hey. being a charitable donation to my liver. Nice. What's Come on down to town and play, man. Free wings. Free, uh, I'm probably going up to uh, the Eberg with the boys. On Thanksgiving Eve? Come yeah. play some roller oh hockey. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's for a good cause. And then playing three-on-three tournament on Thursday morning. What? Before you eat turkeys? Yeah. Golly. What a day. Yeah. All right, you know, that'll do work it. myself up an appetite. That's you know? true. Thursday's Let's get be crazy. the fuck out of here. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, 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 gobble. Peace, boys.